Welcome, everybody, to episode 92 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today is April 25th, 2013. Today we are going to be talking about just the news. That's our main segment for for the day. Uh, in lieu of a nibble bit segment, we're gonna, just going to be talking about news. There's actually a lot of stuff this week that we have to, to discuss, and our our episode idea kind of fell through last night when, when me and Eric were... <laughs> We're, we're we're playing a certain game that we'll talk about later. There just wasn't enough there to talk about yeah. for a full segment. There was so. no meat and taters. No, so <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so yeah, just the news uh, teasers for later on in the episode. We're going to be talking about Dead Island Riptide. Thomas was alone, and the new uh, indie game Don't Starve that was just came out yesterday or Tuesday. Just I've came got out a Tuesday. So Corey's got a couple. I forgot to add, I write them down. Go ahead, Corey. Nim- Nimble Quest. Mm-hmm. And the darkness too. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about those later too. Uh, so in you know normally right now we would have nibble bits where we have our little little bits of news, but we're gonna skip right into our weeks uh, for this week. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, starting weight for my weigh-in was two forty-seven last week. My current weight as of this morning was two forty-three point six. So it's a loss of three point four pounds. Right. Good job, Dan. Um, thank you. I had my cheat day today though because today is also my son's birthday. Hey, uh, happy he's, birthday, Max. Birthday. He's two. So uh, we went to the diner this morning because he wanted eggs and bacon from the diner. What a great spot. Yep, um, which is where we, we always go for breakfast. So uh, we did that. Um, Speaking of. Yes. Are we going Saturday? Ooh. We can go Saturday. Saturday? This Saturday? Yeah. I got to work, bruh. What time? I'll look during our show, but I think we'd have to go really early. <laughs> and I have to work, too, so I wouldn't be able to go until, like, late morning. But you guys can go. I, I actually probably shouldn't because I've got a lot to do. I'll check it out. Figure something out. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Oh, I spent a lot of money this week on Steam. I bought, uh, and I'll go through all the games. I bought Portal 1 and 2 for six twenty four. Hey. I bought The Witcher 2 for $8. I bought Star Wars Battlefront 2 for $10. I bought Don't Starve for 12 I pre-ordered Fez for 9 Ooh, nice. I, I bought Dragon Age uh, Origins for seven fifty. Uh, I think at the end of last week it had been for sale on Origin for five, but because it was Origin, I didn't do it, and I'm glad um, because I was able to get it on Steam. So, bought all those games this week. Nice. Yeah. I feel bad for EA. Are you? Uh, are you? We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll no. talk. Uh, there's going to be a lot of EA talk later, actually. Uh, so I bought all those games on on Steam this week. So, um, yeah, just just further adding to my backlog of stuff that I have to play through. Um, I did play I did play Portal, so I'll be talking about that later. But um, the only other thing I have this week is I started finally reading Fahrenheit four five one that I asked for for Christmas oh, that did? Corey got me. Yeah, my girlfriend loves that book. It's awesome. I uh, about halfway through. It's kind of amazing because he basically predicts reality television in nineteen fifty one. Really? I think it was written in 1951. It was, in, it was in the 50s or late 40s maybe. But, yeah, he predicts reality television with, like, shocking accuracy. It's hmm. it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I'm about halfway through. It's a great book. It's it's a, it's about censorship at the very 
very basic level. So it's uh, worth a read. Who's the author on that? Is Bradbury? Ray, Ray ba- yeah, Ray Bradbury. Um, it's a classic. It's a good one. So uh, and not very long either. As, as I said, I'm I think I'm about halfway through. Uh, it's a pretty easy read. I know a lot of like high schools have people read and read that in high school, but um, I may have purchased that one on my Kindle. Oh, it's I'm a good sure. yeah, it's a good read. And like I said, it's pretty short. Read. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was my week. I feel like I, I down- had something. Dan, else, I actually but... downloaded an app called Accelerate. Uh huh. Which trains you to read faster. I've got to do that because I read very slowly. I do, so do yeah, I. I do too. Me too. My like me, me and my girlfriend you know just sitting together we'll read stuff at the same time and mm-hmm. she'll like be like a page like instantly be for like one page she'll be like a whole page ahead of me yeah she reads two to every one i read well i a lot of it says because you're not supposed to read the words aloud in your head right and that's what you're i do that's verbalized yeah exactly that's what i do it's just it's just a habit i don't know yep. and i wouldn't and that, even know how to begin to not do that right exactly <laughs> i, I, I read well, this there, that's there's what this app trains you to do. It's free for for iOS. I don't know about Android, um, but it's called Accelerate. I'll have to. Oh, I can look it up right now on the Android. Accelerate. Yeah, I actually read there was an article on Lifehacker. Uh, a question. Someone asked the question, "How how do I read faster?" And one of the things was you're not supposed to uh, verbalize the word in your head, and I I just can't not do that. Yeah, you know? isn't that how you're supposed to read to yourself? No, no. You're just supposed to look at it and comprehend it i can't do that i can't i don't think i can do that either well the way the app trains you to do it is you it shows you like a flash of words and you just have to look at the words without verbalizing because they don't give you enough time to ver- verbalize them you just have to look at them comprehend them and then go through. i don't it think gives, i'll get anything out of that <laughs> it gives you your words per minute you'd be surprised like i've just been doing it a couple weeks now and i already feel like i'm doing better but it gives you my your words per minute i'm at 200 words per minute but like the good ones do it at like 600 and more no, I, it's not that I don't think it would work. I don't think I'd get anything out of reading like that uh, with my not, feeble not, brain. Not retain retain anything. <laughs> yeah, feeble yeah. Brain. I mean, if you're not reading a lot during the day, then it's probably not really no reason for it. What if you don't ever read? <laughs> then I wouldn't waste my time. <laughs> I like to read. I just I'm so slow that it takes me too long to get through something. Um, Which is why I don't read. Yeah, I love reading. I just don't have the time in the day usually. So. But yeah, I, I started reading. It's a good book. Pick it up if if you find it anywhere. So that that was my week. Corey, how was your week? Uh, you know, I, I really was only going to mention one thing, but since we're not doing a main segment, I figured I'd throw a few different little things in here. Couple of bones. Uh, I am the repeat fantasy hockey champion. Mm-hmm. For starters, it was. Thank you. Don't look this way for any claps. Nope. Know who the one person who applauded was, but it was probably Dan, considering he was the only one to congratulate me too. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, so it was a, it was a close match. Came down to the last game, and I eked out six five. Uh, I was nervous the whole week. I didn't think I was going to get it, but uh, turns out I did. And uh, Pop put up a good fight. He did put up a good fight. Um, and I, like I said at, from the start, I didn't get any help from my goalies. I had awful goalie performances. Um. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a nail biter, and I'll be using the the winnings this year to get a. I wanted to get everybody's opinion, but I can get a trophy, like they call them, uh, perpetual trophies or something like that, that you can have plaques on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking about getting rings. Mm. <laughs> you guys like that idea of having I do. Rings? I love that I idea. Love it. Yeah, isn't that? And I isn't appreciate awesome? you I taking your awesome. winnings to do that. That's yeah, fantastic. That's awesome. That's very nice of you. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it depends on how much money we round up. I, I, we didn't really settle on 5 or 10, but I'm going to leave it up to everybody what they want to what I, they want to pitch in. I thought it was 10. 10. I thought it was 10. I thought that was just kind of like an unspoken... Yeah, I thought it was 10, too. Uh, yeah, normally it is, but... At the oh, we did season, say I 5. Sort of suggested 5, considering it was half yeah. the season. Yeah, we did say 5, that's right. So, I'll throw you 10 anyway. I'll throw 10 in, too. Yep, as soon as I get I'll, it. I'll let everybody know that that's what I'm doing, and if they want to pitch in the, the extra 5, great. If not... You know, I'm not keeping any of the money, so it's not like anybody's giving me extra money. It's just for the for the good of the league. Cool. Uh, and just going off hockey, I wanted to briefly give the Rangers a plug because they are playing for the playoffs tonight, and uh, they need to win. Still 2-2? Still 2-2. Two, two, two. They don't need to win this one. Um, if Winnipeg loses tonight, the Rangers are in no matter what. Uh, the Rangers either need to win. They need to get two points tonight or two points on Saturday, so... But they could also end up in fifth place. You know, they could be out of the playoffs or in fifth place with only two games left. So who knows what will happen. I actually have a little hockey thing to mention, talk about a little later on during the news segment. So I'll be talking a little more hockey at that point. Yep. Uh, still still continuing the hockey trend. I traded in. Amazon had a deal this past week where if you traded in over $20 worth of something, they gave you a $20 credit. So I traded in my NHL 13. They were going to give me 25 bucks for it on the PS3, which is already pretty good and then i got an additional 20 so i got i traded in my nhl 13 for 45 bucks wow i saw they were doing that wow that's pretty i think i saw it on kotaku that's a great deal i've kind of been kicking it around trading it in because i like to boot it up every now and again and and get my hockey fix even though you know as we've said it doesn't live up to the the nhl's of past uh Dan Carlin and Joe Rogan had a podcast episode. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more about myself and what's going on in the world, I recommend that you listen to that because they're two of my favorite podcasters and they talk about a lot of interesting things. How good was it? It wasn't. I think I, I think I expected it to be a lot more than it was. Right. You know, Joe Rogan's kind of a comedian, but he's sort of a heady dude. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Dan Carlin is. Yep. Is, he, he does. He's the history guy, so he's got all the context for everything. Um, I bet. I bet if they went even longer, like four hours, it would have started to get in, getting into some really deep stuff. Yeah. But I, I feel like Dan Carlin has more on his mind than he says, but he doesn't want to seem like a loony. Oh so yeah. Kind of holds back a little bit, and especially mm-hmm. if you're given an audience like uh, Joe Rogan's audience, you know, for the first time, you, you don't want to turn off a lot of people, so you kind of want to. Yeah. Watch what you say. You don't want everybody to think you're a nut. Yeah, well, and his his history podcast is a lot bigger than his his political one. You know, his political one is where he speaks his mind a little bit. He he throws in a little bit of opinion during his history ones, um, but it's it's usually like a little more relatively standard thoughts on things. He, he you know he'll throw something outside of the box occasionally, but uh, it's usually you know fairly fairly standard historical stuff. But you know his, his historic uh, his political one is he's you know he puts in more of what he's thinking obviously about it because he's uh he's a he's a pundit basically you know so yeah he's got to give his opinion so i, I listen yeah. to both of those religiously yeah that's uh it's a it's a it's a recommendation i'll um, listen to it Anyways. um and the last thing i wanted to briefly bring up since i've been talking about anime a little bit is i after i finished sword art online i started watching galaxy express 39 which Dan used to watch back in the day. I remember. I remember nothing about it, but it was on. It was on uh, um, Adult Swim. Yeah, like way back in the day. Yeah, they used to just have animes on at night. Yeah, and I mean it's it's late seven, early eighties anime. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's really old, but it's it's really good. It's about this little boy named Tetsuro. Him and his mother uh, want to move to the me- the city called Megalopolis so they can earn enough money to get on what's called the Galaxy Express 3-9. Because allegedly, at the end of the Galaxy Express line, which is a essentially a steam engine that travels the ga- galaxy, there's a planet where you can get a machine body for free. So all the wealthy people have these machine bodies um, so they can live forever. So Tetsuro wants to have a machine body as a little boy. So they're on their way to Megalopolis, and uh, I'm not sure why, but for whatever reason, some of the robot people, the, the higher class people, hunt them down and kill Tetsuro's mother. Um, so he gets revenge. He, he actually, he's like a, I don't know, like a eight-year-old boy or something, but he gets a gun and he goes and shoots them all up and kills them. And as he's running away, like the robots are coming to get him. But then this woman named, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it's like Maetelli or something like that. Uh, she sort of saves him and he tells her what he's planning to do. And she's like, I'll tell you what, you can use my Galaxy Express pass if you take me with you. So, uh, so he does and. Every, there's about 115 episodes. Every episode, they stop at a different planet, and it's like a whole different story, which I love. That kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, but I definitely recommend it. It's not as great as Sword Art Online was, but it's it's great in a different way. Sort of in an old school uh, Japanese. It's I don't want to say steam cyberpunky way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, a lot of really cool themes and, and stuff in that. So yeah, I don't remember that much about it, but I well, did enjoy a, it when there, I watched it. There was like a three, um, it was like a mini series, like a movie version, and then there was the TV version. I think we I, might have seen the TV, the movie version. I bet you that's what we saw. Which I was bet, like I a condensed you. version of yeah. the TV series. Okay, I could see. Yeah, that's probably what what I watched. Yeah, then. but it's on Crunchyroll. So once again, I gotta, I Go gotta Crunchyroll. I gotta man. remember. I know. Okay. Anything else, Corey? That's it. All right, Will. What do you got for us? Um, the other thing I have to talk about is some more baseball. Uh, we've played three games since uh, last week, and we played a game Saturday against Watkins Glen, and we uh, beat them 14-2. to Nice. So that was a good game. They were pretty bad, but uh, what sucked about that game, it was like 30 degrees outside, and it was on a Saturday morning. So that was pretty miserable. It was snowing a couple times during the game. Cold weather stinks for baseball. There's too much not moving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they didn't have it uh, later in the day for warmer weather. Yeah. But, Did you get uh, a lot of good BP in this week, though? No, not really. Mm-hmm. But uh, next game we played on uh, Monday was against Thomas Edison, who's the fourth best team in the state, or for B or whatever. Um, and we only lost to them eleven to five. Uh, their pitcher that we went against shut Waverly down eight to one, which I always talk. I talked about Waverly being the best uh-huh. team that we'd play. Um, got five on. Yeah. Did you get any hits? I singled and scored our first run of the game. Nice. Actually. Um, so, I mean, that game, that sucks that we lost that game because we only had one bad inning where we made a couple errors and they just kind of hit the ball. But then we, the exciting game was Wednesday, which I told Corey about. We played Waverly and I talked about how they had the two best pitchers in the district or in our area at least. Um, and we beat them three to two yesterday. Turns out one of their pitchers got kicked off the team for drinking in public. (laughs) Oh, classic. You're welcome. I bought that for him. (laughs) Was that that right after the game they lost to you guys? No, that was before. So so that he he's he plays catcher too, and he we would not have been able to steal if he was the catcher because he's the kid who throws like low 90s he probably figured he'd get drunk before the game because he didn't need to bring his a game against the cardinals well he's the worst we're, we're way better than our record indicated so on we're, paper we're three and five or three and four or something like that and they saw that i know because i've played way really all the time i've never beaten them they probably thought we sucked so they didn't pitch their 
other really good pitcher who throws like mid eighties who plays first base. They pitched another kid, and we jumped on him right off the start of the game, and um, we stranded like six or seven base runners. We should have had at least seven or eight runs that game, um, but it started to uh, really start to pour. Actually, I singled on that one and scored too, so I'm hitting pretty well now. But uh, it was it was a really exciting game. Um, as I said, they're like the best team, and like we we brought our A game that game, and they played pretty well. But what happened was it started to rain, and it was we knew it was going to storm, so we have to try to get five uh, innings in for it to be like a full game. So what happened was um, we're up three to one in the bottom of the fifth inning, and we needed to get the inning over with. But one of the Waverly kids singled, got on first base. Um, there was a, po- a bunt that got popped out, and uh, there was another out. So then. There's, our pitcher struck out another kid, and then what happened was their number one batter hit a ball over our center fielder's head, and he misjudged it because it was really t- tough to see with the clouds and like the rain coming down, and it went over his head and hit the fence. So one of the Waverly kids scored to make it 3-2, to two, and uh, they relayed it in, and the kid who hit the ball was going to third, and our shortstop made a great throw to the third baseman and got him out at nice. third. And uh, the kid slammed his helmet down and, like, screamed the F word, and he got a warning, actually, from the umpire for <laughs> doing that. And then it started to really pour, and one of our uh, one of our kids is up to bat in the top of the sixth, and he swung and struck out, and the bat went out of his hand because it was so slippery and flew over two fences into really? uh, and hit a building. <laughs> so they ended up call- they ended up delaying the game, and it wasn't it was relentless. It wasn't wouldn't stop pouring because they ended up calling the game in the top of the sixth inning and we're up three to two. <laughs> Wait, was that one of your players? Beautiful. That yeah. Was that on purpose? He's that's genius. He says no, but Mr. Novi said, you know, when we're up there, waste as much time. So, I like that coaching. Yeah. yeah. Take advantage of it. Sure. That's baseball, man. That's yeah. how you play baseball. And yeah, exactly. To, and, Small ball. Yeah. And to be fair, that pitcher, we were on him the whole game. There, I, we, if we played a full game, I think we would have beat them anyway. They, uh, we, I don't know. They're the, oh, they're the sixth best team in the state for mm. Class B, so... Mm. It was good to beat them. I've never beaten them. Yeah. So that was nice. the, that was a very fun game to be a part of. That's probably the most excited and most fun like our team had in a game in a in a while. Nice. So uh, we play Tioga actually tomorrow. Who we played them the first game of the year and got beat like seven nothing or something like that. Uh-huh. But we're a totally different. Oh, for sweet revenge. Yeah. We well, could. You got any colleges looking for you? TC three. Looking They've at got me. a nice baseball program up there. Do they really? Really good. Yeah. There's no way I'd make it. I'm a lot not... of nice cages to get your BP in. And... I'm not even that good, so I probably ice wouldn't even baths. make the team. Labs for steroid use. You need some steroids. They've got a good HGH uh, <laughs> laboratory program. Nice. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we could still win the division. We have to win out. We have to play um, Elmira Notre Dame again, which is another pretty good team, but we can beat them. Um, but we uh, and then Waverly, it's really the like we have to beat those. Those are the only two tough teams we have left. Um, if you wanted to come to a game, Dan, like I said, you wanted to that yeah, second. I have to come to a that game. second Waverly game is going to be a good one because they're going to pitch that kid who's really good because he was he was really angry that we ended up beating him. So he's going to be after us. We're joking with my friend who threw the bat that uh, Waverly has wanted posters in their school for him because when he <laughs> threw that bat. That team, you just saw it in their their heads. They just all dropped their heads and stuff like that because they knew that was gonna get yeah, delayed. That, that they were gonna delay because it it's getting dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and they they were just Perfect. disgusted that it I like happened. To shake your friend's hand. That's yeah. That's using the brain. That's baseball right there for you. He's Is swear- this somebody we know. Uh, no, you wouldn't know. Okay. He swears he never. He didn't throw the bat on purpose, but. <laughs> 
don't well, you know. have you have to say that. The chances, even of, if you did, you have to say you didn't. The chances of that happening, though, it, it's funny though because <laughs> he's like uh, he's really slow and he's kind of goofy, but he's a, he's a pretty decent hitter. And just when he let go of the bat, like the the umpire had no idea where it was. He's like, "Wait, where'd the bat go?" And the Waverly catcher is like, "He threw it over the fence." And stuff like that. It was so funny. And, nice. like, our coach, he's like, we have to delay the game. And the Waverly coach is like, no, we can keep playing. And there was, like, puddles building up behind third base and stuff like that. Baseball uh, baseball's not really the let's tough it out through the weather sport. No. <laughs> you don't think so, Dan? No, I mean, a football game would have gone on. Yeah. But Did you guys get baseball. some good sun, sunflower seed chewing in while you were in there? Uh, actually, yeah, we were all talking. Because after, <laughs> after my friend threw the uh, bat, he walked in the dugout. He's like, I just want us the game. <laughs> and he, he threw the bat. It went through my head. He's like, oh, my God. Troy just won us the game. That's awesome. At uh, like at your 10-year reunion, he's going to reveal to you guys that he did it on, on purpose. purpose. And you're all going to have a shot yeah. in remembrance. Uh-huh. <laughs> that That's probably going to be, out of every baseball game I've played in my life, that's probably going to be like one of the number one games that I was a part of. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. Just That's one, fantastic. Just one of those games that was fun to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, if you want to see a really good game, I'd come to the second one. They're going to throw their, their ace at us, but... Uh, that'll be home, right? Yeah, that'll when? be home mm, later in May. Okay. He throws mid-80s, so oh, we're going to have that's a... That's scary. Yeah, we're going to have a tough time hitting him. He's com- he's very competitive, and he should, gets uh, very into it. So. Should we Nancy Kerrigan him? Oh. What's that mean? No, it's... Yeah. Well, Nancy Kerrigan, Whichever Tanya way you Harding. want to look at it. What's that mean? Lead pipe to the arm. Yeah, that's It fine. was her leg because she was a skater. He's right. not a skater. Is he a skater? No. Okay. Not that I, then know. We I don't know him anywhere. I don't know him anyway. Okay. Very well. Will, do you have a game this Saturday? Uh, no. Unless uh, it rains tomorrow and it gets pushed tomorrow. Do you have Play a game Saturday. Memorial Day weekend? I don't know. I have to look at the schedule. That's we, late May. Because we have a game against uh, Odessa that got, was supposed to be April 19th that got canceled for whatever reason that got moved to May. Do you play that late to the end of May? Yeah, we should. Well, we're we're gonna probably be in sectionals. Our team's really good. Like when we played Waverly, when we play the really good teams, like we play. You play to your opponent. Yeah, but when we're playing teams like Spencer Vanette and get our butts kicked, <laughs> who they they they've never beaten us in a game before, yeah. and we got smoked thirteen to three by them. It's uh New York sports play yeah. to your opponent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly it. That's what my teams always do too. It seems. It doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, baseball is a lot of fun when you're winning, and we're we're looking pretty good awesome. now. Yeah. Okay. Glad to hear it, Will. Yep. Glad to hear it. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, nothing really to port about my week except for the video games I played, so we'll talk about those later. I did plan a trip to Washington, D.C. Oh. Going uh, May 17th through the 20th. Nice. three-nighter uh, with my girlfriend. Do you know what you're going to do? We're going to leave early on the 17th, like middle of the night, and get to the zoo right when it opens uh-huh. and spend the day there and then check into the hotel. Other than that, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll go to some museums, yeah. you know. The DC's usual. fun. Yeah, and uh, actually one of my good buddies, Jeff, is going to be down there for school. So oh. I'm going to meet up with him, and we're going to go to the uh, U.S. National Soccer Supporters Bar down there. That's cool. So it'll be fun. That would be That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, also, in the Champions League, I should mention it. The two best German teams got matched up against the two best Spanish teams in the semifinals, and so happy to report that the Germans both whooped ass. Really? Yes. Uh, Bayern I Munich beat Barcelona four nothing. I saw that. And uh, Bruce Dortmund beat Real Madrid four to one. And one guy had four goals. 
my god. He's he's Polish too, and I love him. What's his name? His name's uh, Robert Lewandowski. Oh, Lewandowski. He, uh, nice. I watched him in the World Cup this pet, the last World Cup, and I was like, I like this guy, you know, and I liked the Polish team. I was rooting for them, mm-hmm. and uh, he's really good. Really happy though, because those the two German teams are huge rivals, uh-huh. and they're probably gonna end up playing for the championship. So that'll be a good one. And the Champions League is like, it's all the best teams in the world. Yeah. Is that gonna be a riot? Like during it the could game? be. Honestly, it wouldn't oh, shock oh, oh, oh. me because the Dortmund fans are like super, super into it. Yeah. Did you ever watch awesome. the movie Green Street Hooligans? No, everybody tells me you I have watch to watch it. it. And it's, a soccer it's not movie. on Netflix. It's not on instant video on Amazon. And I'm like, where the fuck am I going to? I don't want to buy it. Yeah. Eric, I got another app recommendation. What do you got, bruh? Hang on. Okay. Uh, I should okay. mention, too, that uh, I'm a little distracted tonight because it's the NFL draft. So I'm monitoring that. That's fine. But, uh,. When the Bills pick, you'll get my reaction. Let me know the Giants pick if, I we're, will. if we're still there. We're a ways away. Yeah, they're 19th, I think. You'll, we'll still be here for that. Go ahead, Corey. It's called Can I, Can I Stream.it. Okay. And you just put in whatever you want to watch, and it'll tell you if you can stream it anywhere. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, if yeah. you if you find the DVD, like I would try and buy the DVD off of Amazon or something for cheap. Yeah, I'll look. It's, it's a good movie. I've, everybody tells me that, and I just have never never seen it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Is Elijah Wood in that? Yep. He doesn't play a tough guy, does he? A little bit. I don't think I could buy that. <laughs> it's kind of believable, though. All right. I, I didn't think it seemed out of place. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to get too into it because yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. But, I, yeah, it's it's believable. Okay. I definitely want to see it. Oh, I watched uh, Zero Dark Thirty. That was the other thing I did this week. That was the one about the hunt for Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Now they found him. Uh, I didn't think it was that great. The last 45 minutes were awesome when they finally got to the compound where he was, but yeah. the rest of the movie was eh, kind of boring. Yeah, bureaucratic stuff. Yeah, a lot of names that you're not going to remember because they're all weird names yeah. and like just stuff like that. The last 45 minutes, though, were awesome because it was like a like a video game where you're infiltrating this building. Oh, nice. And it's, all, it's like night vision goggles, and you could just feel like how intense that... Well, I, as much as you can possibly right. feel that as sitting on your couch eating right. chips and yeah. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, just, like, imagining what these guys must have been thinking right. going in there. You know yeah. what I mean? In the middle of the night. And, like, it was funny. I don't know if anybody actually said anything like this to the guy in real life. Like, after he shot Bin Laden, the other guy looks at me and goes, you don't have any idea what you just did, do you? You know, mm-hmm. it must have been like the the craziest feeling. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, my buddy Jeff went down to the CIA building because he goes to school for that kind of stuff, and uh, they said it was actually a pretty pretty accurate portrayal of oh, really? what happened with the whole thing. So uh, you should watch it just because you're an American, right? But I don't know. Don't expect anything great until the last part of the movie. Like Titanic. Yeah, you can pretty I, much I, skip the entire first right. half of the movie. And well, Leo's would... in that, so I wouldn't skip any of it. Right. The nudie drawing scene. Yeah. That's at the very end of the the first half of the movie. One thing that I that I love about movies like uh uh Zero Dark Thirty, how it's so cool to see how little things lead to something like that, like with the Boston yeah. marathon thing, like just the small stuff gives these people away. The guy wanted a cigarette and went yeah. out and saw there was blood on his boat. Yeah. Like yeah. just shit like that. And it's there was it's similar to not to that extent but right you know just small stuff that that led them to bin laden when they were about to give up yeah what's that woody allen movie where that's like 
he throws like a locket or something and he means to throw it in the river but it just barely misses the river and that's what causes like the whole movie i don't know but it sounds awesome well if you think about it that's what life is it's just small things that could go either way and yeah you know hopefully you don't get fucked one of the most recent doctor who's has has something like that yeah i love thinking about stuff like that yeah that's pretty sweet so yeah that was that was my week Excellent. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our, our main segment, which this week is our normally our nibble bit segment. So we'll be back with our main segment, Just the News, right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 92 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in our main segment, which this week is Just the News. I'll get us started. Uh, as I said, these are normally our nibble bits, but uh, in lieu of nibble bits, we're going to do because there's a lot of news to talk about this week in gaming. We'll uh, we, we're doing our main segment, and as I said uh, earlier too, me and Eric kind of decided that uh, what we were initially going to do wasn't going to work out. So once again, we'll talk about that later. I'll go first. Uh, Turbine today announced the next Lord of the Rings Online expansion called Helm's Deep. Uh, which will launch this fall. It raises the level cap to 95, uh, adds the Battle of Helm's Deep in parts of Western Rohan, uh, starting at level 10. Uh, it includes the city of Edoras, Dunharrow, and Fortress of Hornburg. Um, all sounds interesting. I actually, after reading this, I kind of want to play Lord of the Rings Online again. Uh, it's yeah. free to play, so uh, I'll probably download it again and fire it up. I, I won't play it probably, but I really want to explore these different areas and see what the vision is. Because most of it, uh, you know, other than the bits and pieces that you saw in the movies, you know, most of it's still kind of just in your imagination from the books and stuff. So uh, it'll be cool to see some of these I'll places. I'll play it with you. I love that game. I'd like to play it, but, you know, I kind of have an MMORPG that I'm – but at the same time, I can balance two of them because I, there, there's no no uh, subscription fees. So It is kind of restrictive, <clears throat> though, the, the free-to-play for it. It's not – it, it is um, only – See, I don't know what exactly is unlocked and what isn't, but or what's content what's lo- past level thirty is locked. Is it everything? Last time I played, it was okay. Uh, I'll we'll have to check that because I remember that, and I was just gonna start buying the 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 thirty and above content. I think some stuff is unlocked thirty and above, but it's very specific, and you can't. Yeah. You, you kind of have one path you can go through for the free to play to get past level thirty. I think is the way it works. Yeah, and, like, how long ago was it that I played? Maybe, like, a year and a half ago or something like that? Yeah. I feel like I talked about it on here, so it must have been since we started this. But the way it worked was you could could pay uh, a one-month subscription fee, and that would unlock a bunch of content, and then cancel it, and you would still have a lot of that content available to you. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case, but... It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Uh, but like I said, I usually only like those games because we play them together. Yeah. I don't think I could play any MMO by myself yeah. and enjoy it. But yep. um, if I didn't delete it from my computer, I'd try it with you. You could re-download I it. I could. I pro- it I'm, probably, I'm probably going to download it and play at least play it a little bit again. Uh, even though I, I did fire it up maybe in the fall last year. Yeah. Um, just to see how it worked on my new computer because I hadn't played it on my new computer yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was before I even got my, my new video card, so it probably looks amazing. It was on this podcast that I played it because, uh, remember, I told the story about my character drinking from the keg, 
and he blacked out and woke up without any pants in a room full of cats. That's right. I, that? I do remember you saying that. Yeah, because we, we actually played it again for a while, I think, once it f- became free to play again. We played it for a couple months, Yeah, I want to say. So, yeah, we'll fire that one up again. Yeah, maybe I will Give it a reinstall try. that sucker. I think Give it's it pretty big. It's a couple, like, like 30 gigabytes or something. Maybe I won't. D- download it overnight. That's usually I what know. I do. Because I'll play it, like, once and then... And then delete it. Yeah. I got so much... Or maybe I've... you'll play it a lot. Probably not. If I beat... When I beat Bioshock, I just want to play all these indie games that I have. There's a lot of really good ones that I you have, have on so there. I have so many. Yeah. And I'm going to get Don't Starve, and I'm going to get... Monaco. The other one? Monaco, and... So, I don't know. I probably shouldn't. Didn't and i got to get like, my FIFA time. over to my apartment, and we played? Yeah. Yeah, you're the one that, t- that uh, introduced me to it. We played for a little while. It was fun. Yeah, I think I ended up being, like, level 28 dwarf something or other. Named Sigurther. 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 I had a couple different characters. I had Metho Biggs was my Hobbit character. Metho Biggs. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, that's in the fall that, that expansion's coming out. So, Cool. Yeah, moving on. Will. Um, my very first one is Batman Arkham Origins, according to sources, going to have multiplayer. Um, the person who tipped the info also tipped the info on the name of the game and the cover art of the game, so they're taking this one as it's going to be in the game. And he tipped uh, one multiplayer mode, and as you play as Joker or Bane's forces, and you try to take down Batman or Robin. So did you play any of the Batman games, Dan? I played uh, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. So you two will be able to talk about this. Do you think that uh, Batman Arkham Origins needs a multiplayer mode? Well, it doesn't need it, but... It'll increase the replay value of the game. Yeah, I think but... co-op would be fine. I can't. I wouldn't wouldn't be able to see myself playing multiplayer. any multiplayer on it. But mm-hmm. I don't play multiplayer in games. So. Yeah, that's not necessarily a multiplayer I'd be interested in. Okay. I would try it definitely. But didn't, is this a new maker of the Batman games? Isn't somebody new making this one? I'm pretty. I sure. didn't sure. look. I think I heard that, which sucks because the last one two were awesome. were awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if you're going to start adding extra Mo- bullshit, that scares me a little bit. But Does it? Me too. Yeah, I would. I I still want to get the game, obviously, because the last one was one of my favorite games I've played. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would give it a, give it a whirl. It'd be fun to play as the villains, you know. Yeah, Bane's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be sort of like Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Yeah, which I've still works. never tried. It's it's fun. I did enjoy Assassin's Creed. So maybe that if they do it well in this one, that uh... the Bills traded their pick. Ooh. Who got it? Oh, St. Saint Louis. Louis. Who picks? Yeah, they might have got pretty good for that. So I gotta wait like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight more picks. Mm-hmm. They probably got something nice though. I, I'll take that. Yeah. <coughs> probably going QB then. First pick. Probably. Yeah, because Nassib isn't gonna get drafted that early. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, anyway, Batman. <laughs> Batman. Uh, so, yeah, I was just wondering if, because you two played it. Corey, you didn't play it, did you? Corey, you're, you're muted, muted, bud. Oh, I was trying to talk. Eric, it is a different developer. I thought it was, yeah. Um, it's uh, the old ones. The first two were Rocksteady. This is Warner Brothers uh, Montreal. Do they have any kind of reputation at all? They did. I hate on. to see them ruin it. Cause, the Matrix man. Online, Justice League Heroes. They did the Justice League games. Uh, it's not Lego Batman, Lego Fear, Batman, Fear Two, Project Origin, which I kind of liked. 
God, I hope it's still good because, man, the last one was amazing. I you, loved, should, you played it, right? I loved Arkham Asylum. I didn't play City. That was, oh, damn. If well, you liked Asylum. I should put it on, on on Steam and see if it goes on sale sometime. I'll you buy should, it. Dan, because, man, if you liked uh, the first one, yeah. you should play the second one. It was so it's, good. It's more open, right? Oh, yeah. The Which city's I would way love bigger. It's just such an awesome game. I loved it. Couldn't stop playing it. And I'm not even a Batman fan, and I thought uh, Arkham Arkham Asylum was awesome. I am a Batman's my favorite superhero, but even still, if it was Spider Man, it wouldn't right. matter. It was so so cool. It was a great great game. Okay, but... excellent. Yep, that's my first one. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Oh, let's see. I'll start with this one. Uh, I guess there's not too much to discuss. I guess we could talk about the game a little bit. Uh, Skyrim is releasing a Legendary Edition in June, which is gonna, as you might suspect include all of the dlcs um dawn guard hearthfire and dragonborn along with other improvements they say such as combat cameras mounted combat and a legendary difficulty mode and legendary skills uh-huh. um, you can now master all perks and level up skills indefinitely that's awesome so yeah. this is from ign um I want to get Skyrim again. I don't know if I could pay sixty bucks for it, being it's a game I've already played. Even with all the DLC and stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. DLC doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with you. Because I probably won't play through it again. Right. You know what I mean. I, I if I could find that game for twenty bucks, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Right. But sixty bucks is a bit much for a game I've already played, even with all that stuff, and it's going to take me for, forever to get to legendary mode and skills and all that shit and i probably never would but if you haven't played skyrim and you're thinking about it you should go you should pick that up yeah i might get it in the summer um if if i'm through a lot of my backlog and i there's something i want to get i might get it maybe i'll wait till the legendary edition goes on sale for like 45 bucks yeah that's not a bad idea maybe i'll do that yeah isn't it 40 on steam right now i think it is it's cheaper They're, they're having a sale right now on on or was it last week? There's always sales. There was there was a sale on on Skyrim. It might be on GameFly, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, Corey, yeah. what do you got for us? What up? So on Live, which is still around, believe it or not, added new optimization features to its cloud gaming service. One of them being the ability to set your bandwidth manually, which those auto detect things aren't always working as well as they should so this gives you the option to set your bandwidth up to 12 megabytes per second um so obviously if you know you have a faster connection you can turn it up a little bit and you get a higher quality stream um and the reverse if you know your internet is slow and shitty you can turn it down and uh you know sacrifice some quality but at least get a steady stream they also added a wi-fi optimization uh stuff for for your home home network and uh, optimization for netbooks, so people's crappy netbooks have a little bit better time running on live, uh, which is already pretty light on the resources. So, yeah, uh, reduces system resources and battery usage. Huh. Um, I'm not sure on the specific numbers on that, but uh, it's good to see that on live is still around. It's still a service I, I was happy to have for a while there when all I had was my crappy laptop. Um, Saw you through you some know, tough times. Saw me through some tough times when I couldn't afford to buy a video game. I'd just spend the ten dollars a month on the on live play pack, and you know you get your your one hundred and fifteen games to play as you will. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with on live, and I hope their their service takes off in a 
positive way for them rather than, you know, things have been pretty negative for them of late. Yeah. I've been wanting to try it actually on my Nexus. Maybe I'll try to download yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. They're on Android tablets, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That would it's be kind of cool. It's on, well, I have it on my wife's iPad. I don't think it works to play on. I think you can only watch stuff. Just stream, yeah. Yeah, but you can play, I can, I can play it on my Nexus. Do you so. have a controller for your Nexus? I have an Xbox controller that I have an adapter for. Oh, yeah. you can sit on the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have been interested in trying the, that Moga Android controller, but I don't think I want to shell out like 40 bucks for one when I have an Xbox controller that works fine. So, Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to give that a try and see how it works. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, Boutique PC Maker Digital Storm is launching their Vanquish line of PCs. Uh, which are only the minimal 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 amount uh, of co- that doesn't make any sense. I wrote a bad <laughs> sentence there. <laughs> which are only minimal amount more than the cost of building uh, yourself. Their base model starts at six ninety nine uh, for an AMD FX forty three hundred eight gigabytes of RAM, one terabyte hard drive, and a Radeon HD seventy seven fifty. Uh, those parts together cost just $38 or the, the system costs $38 more than the cost of all the parts you could get on new egg. Um, that $38 though gets you a lifetime warranty, uh, assembly and testing that, that you wouldn't get from, from building the system yourself. So, um, I still thought that seemed a little bit much, but you know, new egg has great service and stuff, but their prices aren't always the best. Sometimes you can find deals cheaper elsewhere. Um, PCPartPicker.com. PCPartPicker.com is is one of them, and that compiles lists of parts and and sends you like you can build your computer and it'll tell you where the cheapest components are for and more importantly, for that. Tell you what's compatible with whatever part you start with. Yeah, which is great. Um, that's a that's a great tool. Uh, you know, I I thought looking at this system, that's not a great system, but it's also only seven hundred dollars. You know, for I think it's got Windows Seven, maybe. Uh, but like I said, th- that gets you a warranty, a lifetime warranty, if there's any ever any problems with it. Uh, some of the more expensive systems, I guess you didn't save quite as much for the Vanquish Digital Storm system. So something to keep in mind when you're shopping for a new computer. Which I may be soon. Yes. Well, not specifically for games, but I'll you get one that's good enough to play games. Decent, yeah. With you fellas, and then maybe I'll play... Uh... Guild Wars. Guild Wars. Guild Wars with you, Nano. Oh, yeah. I'll finally have someone to adventure with. I don't know if I'll get balls deep in it like you you are, but I'll get, like, <laughs> I don't know, Eric. shaft deep if, at very least. If, 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 you, if you, I get you into World versus World and you get killed and someone teabags you, you're going to want to oh, get balls deep. Well, you got that is a good point, Dan. You, get, you know me too well. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Will, what do you got? Um, my next one. This is about the Wii U Virtual Console that's going to be launching for the Wii U very shortly. Um, on Destructoid, they did an article on all the Wii U Virtual Console games that are going to be coming out, and here is the list. Balloon Fight, Donkey Kong Jr., Bike, Ice Climbers, Kirby's Adventure, Punch-Out!, F-Zero, and Super Mario World. Uh, there were no Nintendo 64 games or GameCube games, which I'm guessing people were saying that they're going to do GameCube games for the Virtual Console. Um, but when the Wii did a virtual console, they launched with 30 games, and yeah. the Wii U has only 8. I liked your tweet, Will. Uh, lots to choose from. <laughs> yep, lots to pick from from there. And uh, a lot of people were defending Nintendo, saying that when they put out the... 
the stuff in the virtual console, they make sure it runs perfectly. And if it runs like a little bit of well, they have to. That's the only good games they've got. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but they, so people were saying, you know, good for them for taking the time to make out a quality product. But at the same time, no, there's patches. There's, there's patches. Those were quality products years ago. I, I'm a Nintendo supporter, and even I was uh, appalled. By the list? By the list. <laughs> uh, Excite Bike is fun for five minutes. Yep. Uh, Super Mario World, yes, that's a good one. Uh, Super Metroid was on there. Nope. I thought Super Metroid was on there. F Zero no. was F- on there. F Zero, that, fun that for was a good game. Minutes? Do you want me to go through the list and you guys can comment on them real quick? Yeah, go, go yeah. through them again. Balloon Fight. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm not, I don't def- even know what that is. I don't either. Fight right. the Balloons, go ahead. Donkey Kong Jr. Is that the Nintendo one? Yeah, I think. Uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Did I read somewhere that they're redoing Donkey Kong? I think you did. Yeah, you did. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on, Excite Bike, you guys said fun for five minutes. Ice Climbers. I never played Ice Climbers. I've heard good things, never played it. Okay, so that's that's a game you'd get. Kirby's Adventure? Yeah. Kirby's Dream Course was awesome. Yes, it was. But I never played Kirby's Adventure. Okay, so that's a maybe. Punch Out. I'd punch probably, out's, I'd probably yeah. get punch, punch out. Punch out's pretty good still. F zero. I probably wouldn't get F zero. That's a maybe. 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 All right. So we'll give that a maybe. Uh, and Super Mario World. We said that's a yes. I don't know. I I feel like they could, they should at the very least launch what they've already launched on the virtual console. Yeah, I, I don't know why they because there's a lot of games for the Wii Virtual Console. A lot of games and on it. Like, why can't they have the Wii U? If they did that, everybody would be ticked off because they'd be like, I own this on my Wii. Why can't I have it on my Wii? Well, it should transfer to the Wii. Yeah, why does it not? You'd think, right? (laughs) The problem is Nintendo doesn't think. The article actually said, and there's Nintendo being Nintendo. Yeah, I I didn't understand that. That... Like, especially since their their game library is thin anyway, if they put out a bunch of virtual console games, I... I think that people yeah. would have been like, okay, like if they I put, see what they're trying to do if here. If they put out like new ones like Earthbound that's going to be out there, like Super Mario World, even though it's already on there, or yeah. Super Mario RPG. Yeah, even like, if they just put out a lot of their classics, you would have enough to get you through till their, their first-party titles start coming out. But they should have launched. They should have just waited and launched with Earthbound. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That would have made a lot of people happy. Yeah, they would have been like, oh, all right, all right. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have... That would have drawn some some cheers, I think, at least from you three boys. <laughs> yes, it would have. I agree. Okay, so yeah, I was I was like really like I said, I'm I'm gonna get a Wii U. Uh, it's really just a matter of when, when and I'm uh, I was frustrated it's, to see that. We'll all get one as soon as we decide we all want to play Monster Hunter together. Dude, I I do want to play that. I saw some. I videos. do want to play that, but I I think I'm gonna get a PS Vita relatively shortly. Ooh, I'm only getting a Wii U for the new Smash Brothers. So. My girlfriend and I are doing this uh, Christmas in July thing where we're each going to get each other one one expensive present. Oh. And I told her I wanted a PS Vita, and she's like, you're almost 30. I <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. Should have been like, I go, what's listen, your boy? I go, listen, I'm going to play video games forever. You may as well just embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll be buying my own PS Vita. Does she know who you are? She doesn't know who I am by now. I mean, I... Jeez. Wow. The nerve and the balls on her to... The cojones on the that The cojones one. on that young lady. At least you want to... That's kind of like a mature system. I, want, I really wanted 3DS like you wouldn't believe. I want a 3DS I get a boner for 3DS. The only reason I want the PS Vita more is because of the PlayStation, the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation connectivity, yeah. 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 Okay. 
I'm getting the wife a 3DS for for uh, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So I will be playing Does it. Does she too. know? Yes. Yeah, we already worked it out. Oh, 3DS, you said? Yeah. Sweet. There's some games on 3DS I want to play, too. There's a lot of sweet Kid RPGs. Icarus, man. I want Kid Icarus. I got to start it. buying more 3DS games. The new Fire Emblem. Um, there's another RPG that just came out for it. I'm down for Fire Emblem for sure. Yeah. The Jets just picked. Okay. <laughs> ah, All right. Montreal tied the Jets. Not that Jets. Eric, what do you got for us? Oh, the Jets just took the best cornerback to replace the one they just traded. Oh, Daryl Revis. Yeah. Whatever. I really wanted to draft Man- Manti Teo because he'd fit in right in with the drama of the Jets. Oh, he yeah. would. You're right. This guy's hurt constantly. I'm surprised so. they didn't draft him so they got more media attention. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They could have milked that story for another three years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my next one. Uh, Bethesda teaming with the maker, or the creator of Resident Evil, Shinji Mikami, mm-hmm. uh, for a new uh, survival horror game entitled what was it? The, the Evil, Evil Within. Within. That's right. Did any of you watch the trailer? I did. Which was basically a trailer for the movie 13 Ghosts. Really? Really? Yeah. It, you saw it, Corey, right? Yeah. Was yeah. it not that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it looks scary, but like all of the, the ghosts in it were literally like the ghosts from that movie. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to see that. Because um, I, I like that movie. Well, I tweeted it. Oh, okay. It's I'll on watch our, it. It's on our uh, Twitter. Will, 13 Ghosts it. was an awesome movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was. And this game, I mean... You didn't see shit from the game in the trailer. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, other did than it's going to be scary, which is cool. It looks like it's like a psychological fucked up. If, just... not, if not that original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very original. Um, no, but uh, I saw another story. I didn't get a chance to read it. I, I did tweet it, but it said that the game's going to be more... It's going to need more of your brain power than your just shooting gun skills, which I like a lot, especially for a survival horror game. I don't want it to be just like Left 4 Dead shooting zombies left and right. Um, I'm excited for this one. It's going to be out next year, 2014, for 360, PS3, PC, and obviously next gen. Um, Any interest from you boys in that one? Yeah. I'll definitely take a look at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is the other reason I wanted the Wii U was for Zombie U. But these zombie games, they're making a little comeback, maybe? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, well, this isn't necessarily zombies, but I'd like to see this be really good to see maybe some more horror survival games come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. aren't just zombies, I guess. But yeah. I'm excited about that. I was When I saw that, I was like, oh, sweet. This is the makers of Resident Evil, right? The creator of Resident creator. Evil. Creator, okay. And Bethesda. Yeah, with, with teaming with Bethesda. So Good combination. Bethesda then. puts out a good product. Well, they sit here... Um, this is from Destructoid. Um, they said, funny, we were just talking about how Bethesda finds success where other companies say none can be had. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping that we evil within demonstrate just how wrong the suits are about horror games, too. Uh-huh. So. Cool. I always buy Bethesda products, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Looking forward to it. All right. Excellent. Corey. Yeah. What, what do you got next? Oh, you know what? What up? For whatever reason, Dan, when I tweet, I just noticed this, when I tweet from our thing, it uh, it posts on your Facebook. How did that happen? I have no idea. You I, can delete that, though. I, I was still I, to put it on Twitter. I still don't understand Facebook. It's weird. I don't know how it works. I really don't. Google Plus is better. It is strange. I, yeah, we can do a Google Plus Hangout for this. Okay. We had one, and then we didn't use it. Oh, yeah. We did? Yeah. We started one, I think, when we first started. Yeah. That was when Google Plus first came out. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, going back to Skyrim. Skyrim has already been modded to support the Oculus Rift. This was done by YouTuber Chris Galizi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, when when somebody asked him if it really fit his field of vision, he responded by saying, "It takes some adjusting depending on your sight." Apparently, he was nearsighted, and you can adjust the field of view a little bit to fit your vision a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit nearsighted, so it's nice to know that that would affect it. In yeah, some super way. nearsighted. <laughs> you have to adjust accordingly. That's cool. I think isn't I think I mentioned Skyrim would be fun. Yeah, that. yeah, that was yeah. one well, of that, the games cool. you specifically mentioned. Yep. I actually there was an article. It was somewhere, and I don't remember where it was. That it was it was someone that had the Oculus Rift that was doing kind of a rundown of of people's you know questions and stuff. And one of them was about glasses, and they said that uh, it will fit with someone with glasses, which is what I was worried about because I can't not wear my glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm blind without my glasses. I um, took mine off. Well, I take them off every day, but recently I've been realizing just how blind I'm yeah. getting. It's bad. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to drive if I ever broke my glasses. Oh, no. I couldn't. I'd It'd be, be putting everyone at danger. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But it, it will fit with some adjustment on someone with glasses. So I thought about maybe getting myself like a really small pair of glasses specifically yeah. for it. Um, but that was my primary concern with the Oculus Rift is whether I would fit on my face with glasses. And sure enough, it does. So that's definitely a good thing because that was, that was my, my primary concern with it. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Do, do we have any kind of release date for that? No, it's the development kits are out. Okay. Yeah, you they, can buy they one say of those, that they but... don't want to say because they want to make sure it gets the time it needs. Yep. That's that, good. That there's going to be ga- enough games for it. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, by the way, the Rangers just scored to tie it. Sorry. sorry. That's fine. Don't don't be sorry, Corey. This is a sports episode, too. Yeah. We, got draft. we are also athletes. We talk about our fellow athletes. Exactly. Yeah. I've got hockey to talk about towards the end of this segment, actually. So, all right. Anything else on the Oculus Rift? No, just that brief, uh, you know, like we did talk about it. It might have been last week. I don't even remember saying how cool it would be to have Skyrim. So I just yeah. wanted to yeah. briefly bring that up, that it was already been done. And it's nice to know that I don't know anything about this dude, but it's nice to know that he just picked himself up a development kit and modded Skyrim so it worked with it. Yeah. Like the fact that that happened so quickly is a good sign for the Oculus Rift, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah it's going to be... Oh, there's going to be a lot of games. If you're a fan of a game and and know a little bit of coding or whatever, you can fix it, you know, or make yeah. your game work with the Oculus Rift. So. For sure. And uh, it's just another reason why I'll be there day one. Yeah. I'll get one day one, Yeah, too. I'm with you, too. That's that awesome. Anyway, uh, moving on, my next nibble bit slash news segment. Steam is now offering the ability... Uh, for developers to run subscription plans through the Steam client, allowing users to sign up, cancel, etc., their uh, MMO subscriptions directly in Steam. Uh, the, I think today or tomorrow launched the first uh, massively multiplayer online role-playing game that would take advantage of that feature. Uh, I don't remember the name. It was but, like, uh, start with a D. Yeah, Darkfall or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It was an indie MMORPG. Uh, maybe I'll look it up during the break if I think of it. Um, it's also adding the option to limit download rates for digital downloads. So if you're like us and if I wanted to download some Steam games when we're recording the podcast and didn't want to eat too much bandwidth, you can limit your limit your download speed. So so that's a good thing. More more Darkfall on Holy Wars. Darkfall on Holy Wars, yeah. So that's uh, I think it came out today or yesterday or tomorrow. 
think it was today. Yeah. So I watched the video of the game. I didn't really. It didn't tickle my fancy. No. But it, it's, I guess it's an indie developer that made it, so it's impressive for an indie developer. Yeah, yeah green light game. So yeah, uh, that's my next one. Will, what do you got? My next one. I saw this and got a little angry, but I tweeted anyway. Draw something two is out for the iOS and soon for Android. Uh, the new things it adds is a new live feed, so players can share, like, and comment on other drawings. And you can follow people on Twitter, like uh, friends and celebrities. And there's also a gallery to save your favorite drawings. I don't know why a second draw something is out. What could be different about it? Nothing. That's what I... I saw the stuff new, and I, was, I thought you could already do it in the first draw something. More free colors? Pretty much. I saw it, and I was like, Really? The other one's only a year old. Yeah. They're trying to cash in again on the yeah, success that they had the popularity. first Popularity. Oh, well, that's crap. Zynga. Remember, Zynga bought, it was o- OMG Pop that they bought for, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Was it, like, $10 million or something like that? Yeah, and they were all probably pretty pumped that they got bought for that. And then the user, uh, the user number dropped significantly. Yep. <laughs> I think the social gaming thing is in a bubble right now. Uh, I don't think it's gonna. Well, no, there was a report of more Zynga games being shut down. Yeah, I, I think it's in a bubble. I think it's gonna collapse a little bit. And well, I, I shouldn't say collapse. It'll it'll always be around as long as people use cell phones and stuff. But I don't think it's gonna be as popular. I think people are realizing that there's not really any substance to a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. So, None. do you think any of it is people also realizing like? There, oh, okay, so this whole group of people came in to play games because they had their smartphones, they had their Facebook, so they, it was they saw these, these social games, and they're like, wow, I, I can play these games. But as they did that, they sort of realized there are actually good games out there that you can play, yeah. so the games they're playing now. Could be. I hope that's the case. I I'd really like, do. I'd like to think that, yeah. yeah really and by good games, I mean like like games like Nimble Quest that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. I mean, I, I don't mean the triple-A games that we play, but... Well, and things like Angry Birds. Yeah, and um, even the runners that people play, I would consider those superior better, games. Better, yeah. Like Farmville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fun Run. Yeah. Fun Run's a fun <laughs> game. I love that game. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm glad you love it. Oh, yeah. We, nice. we still play it in lunch every Pretty rare again. that I don't delete a game pretty shortly after getting one. I still have Fun Run. I play it pretty frequently. Really? Yep. I'm glad to hear that. Still one of my favorite apps of all time. Good one. Nice. Okay. Thanks, Will. Mm-hmm. Eric, what do you got? Okay. I wanted to talk about this. We did speak about this a little bit before we came on the air, but uh, we'll get a little more in-depth with it. A new game slated to come out this year for PC is called Banished. Um, this is from Kotaku. Uh, it says, Banished crosses city building and survival to make something magical. Uh, this is made by Shining Rock Software. It's a one-man studio. Um, basically the thing that's really cool about it is you, you're in like, uh, pioneer ages and you're trying to build a city to survive, but this sounds so cool. I'm just going to read right from it. If your people hunt or fish too fast for the wildlife to replenish, the animals can go extinct and lead to starvation. Um, nomads can join your town to increase the workforce, but if you let too many of them in, you risk introducing new disease to your population. So it's just, that sounds so awesome to me. And each time you start a game, the map is always different. So the, and the amount of resources will always be, be different. So it's just going to be a new experience every uh-huh. time. And 
This is. I think this kind of game is right up our alley. Yes, absolutely. It sounds awesome. Yeah, sounds like Dwarf Fortress. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Sounds a little bit like D- Don't Starve, which I will be talking oh, about does later. It? Yeah. Okay. Is this coming out on Steam? I, it doesn't say. PC. It, yeah, PC. said. Um, yeah. There's 18 professions, such as mining, blacksmithing, fishing, and hunting. You can have children. Uh, you can die. Your your people can die in the game just from old age. Um, so I don't know. I'm really interested in that. that. That's just the type of game that I like to play on computer uh-huh. if I'm going to do PC gaming. So I tweeted that. There's a, a trailer for it if you're interested. I don't know if there's a Kickstarter or anything, but... Yeah. Actually, no, there's not. Somebody said on there. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, So the mystery bidder for THQ's Homeworld property turned out to actually be Gearbox, which is fascinating. Uh, Gearbox is the Borderlands team. Uh Um, And I was interested in Homeworld because it's a game I played a long time ago. Didn't. Really, we haven't seen any Homeworld recently. I don't think. I think Homeworld Two came out in like two thousand one. Yeah, probably something like that. Uh, but anyway, it, it's a uh, it's one of those space strategy games that uh, people love, myself included. But I didn't know this. It was formerly developed by Relic, and Relic during the THQ sale was acquired by Sega. So the developer of Homeworld is with Sega, and Homeworld is with gearbox yeah i found some of that weird like some of the some of the individual titles of game like ips were sold off and some some developers took their ips with them like i don't know how exactly they they figured out who what was going with who and what just ips were being sold sold off you know you think they'd all be a package deal of some sort like okay this developer and their franchises who wants to bid on that yeah um I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think it'll really affect whatever happens with Homeworld because they weren't doing anything with it anyway. But it's interesting. interesting to see that they got split like that. Yeah, I wonder what uh, what Gearbox is going to do with it, if anything. I'm sure they're going to do something with it. They probably wouldn't have bought it if they weren't going to do anything with it. Yeah, from what I read, I couldn't find see whether Sega put a bid in for it or not. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to say. Gearbox hasn't done anything all that great other than borderlands yeah borderlands was their best one they did aliens colonial marines but that was a pretty bad game apparently that's <laughs> awful some, game yeah. i saw some gameplay for that i was like Ugh. so okay all anyway, right i just thought it was cool because like we had heard it was purchased but nobody knew by who it was just yeah. like this mystery better yeah. i pictured it being somebody like notch oh yeah just like some dude but <laughs> who who had an awesome experience with it when he was younger, so yeah. so he decided to buy it and do something with it. Just keep it on his wall. Yeah, <laughs> physical license. That would be funny. All right, uh, my next one. 4chan is throwing their weight behind Brandon Yip of the Nashville Predators for EA's NHL 14 <laughs> cover vote. Are you serious? Yeah, um, which. I think is awesome, but one of the things they they said is uh, because one of the reasons is because he's a nobody in the NHL, which I disagree with. Uh, not a household player name, but he's he's a he's a grinder, a physical player, uh, doesn't mind fighting. So he's Come that on, type. Yeah. He's that type of player that you need to have on your team. What? Come on. What? He's a no name. He's a no name. No, I know, but I'm saying that they said he's a nobody. Oh, which okay. I, I you know that's different than saying he's a no name player. Who, like who would you consider uh, a nobody? Um. I would I would say before like uh, Matt Cook, he's been better, 
Um, you know, like just scrub that just has no purpose. His purpose was to hurt people. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Before. I see, I see like a John anybody. Scott. No, he's not I would... even a nobody. It's you got not even, you can't be a guy that fights. Yeah, because okay. Uh, Trying yeah, to think of the Br- Brandon Yip had like four or five fights this year, and they were all important. And he he was a hardworking player. How about a guy like Jochen Hasht? No, no. Come on, he's about, a nobody. How about Derek McKenzie? Okay. Yeah. Who's that? He's a center for Columbus. <laughs> well, I mean, you could name anybody on Columbus that's not uh, Gabrick. They He's might. got 53 points in 234 career games. I would say. Uh, they might make the playoffs. I would too. say Jared Stahl is a nobody. <laughs> the only reason he's a person, or he ha- he's known, is because his brothers are really good he's hockey his, players. He's got his broskies. Yeah, oh, I know, but that's uh, the only reason. Not best. not because of any of his accomplishments. But anyway, like the, they wanted to, they basically want to screw over EA by by having Brandon Yip on the cover. That'd be great. Um, and I would actually buy the game if Brandon Yip was on sure. the cover. I, I might buy it too because that's hilarious. I yeah. want that game to be good because I'm so pissed that I haven't played a hockey game in two years. Yeah. I I literally have thought about buying NHL 13 just because I miss it. Yeah, playing hockey. But games. I'm not going to. I'm going to hold out. Hopefully the 14 will be better. Ugh. Last year, Pecorine narrowly lost out to Claude Giroux for the I cover. Remember that. And Claude so, Drew had a shitty year. Yeah. So I'm hoping uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Brandon Yip on the cover. I don't know how. The voting's still going on, and I tweeted links to the voting. Oh, you did? So Corey's cheering. Ranger score? Yeah. We're going to the playoffs, baby. Nice. Well, you should be with that payroll, Corey. Rub it in. Rub it in. Uh, excuse me. The Sabres were closer to the cap than the Rangers were. Right, fuck off. You should be with that talent, Corey. The Rangers dumped a lot go. of cap or, or a lot of salary <laughs> too one. with uh, Gabrick leaving, right? That's what I meant. They sure did. <laughs> I meant talent, not not payroll. That you, one. You have you more air. talent. That one bit you back, Eric. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Corey always proves me wrong. <laughs> so you can't argue with it. Feeble mind of mine. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, Eric. If if you if be careful because if you remember, I was the one who defended you during that conversation. What conversation? The feeble mind conversation. Oh, no, you did. Oh, yeah, I made Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying you didn't, Corey. I'm just making a joke. Um, I wanted to look at Calgary for no-name players because I feel like they have a lot. Lee Stempniak was on there. No, I've heard of him. That Sven guy that we made fun of in the Sven draft. Sven Barchi? That I drafted. Sven Barchi. Sven Barchi. Yeah, and you yeah guys, that's one. And you guys said, have Joe Buck try to pronounce his name. <laughs> Did they do this do it again where there was like two players from every team yep. in it? They're they're still doing that right now. Do you know now. who the Sabres? Vanek and Miller. Yeah. It was Vanek and Miller. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the players had players that you wouldn't think would be on there. It's a rumor that Ryan Miller put his house up for sale in Buffalo. Really? Oh boy. That he's had since he moved there. Huh. That's interesting. I think he's gone personally. Yeah. Even before that, I thought he was gone. He probably is going to go. The Rangers had Carl Hagelin and nah. Who was the other one? Oh, Callahan. Okay. Callahan's what a is captain. voting for again? The cover athlete of NHL much 14. I'd like to see Steve Ott for the Sabres. Yeah, why Why don't they have the superstars? Why do they just I, have, like... I don't know. I was wondering why Shea Weber and Pecorine were on ours. Or even da- David Legwand, who's been a predator since they started the franchise. Okay. Who chose these athletes? I don't know. I don't know how it was picked. Hey, I'm going to pull it up and see if there's anybody else silly. You know there. what? Because Mike Fisher and Brandon Yip were the two predators... I don't know why Brandon Yip was, was one right. of the Predators. Imagine a final with Lee Stepniak and Brandon Yip for the cover. Yeah. That'd be exactly. beautiful. I'd go Brandon Yip there. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, you know, a lot probably a lot of people, the bro gamers that buy NHL every year don't know the the game like we do. No. We know all the players on there, uh, obviously. Alright. So here we go. Is this 
like EA's way of throwing a bone to the little guy? Oh, here's I, one. I think so. This this could just be me not knowing a young guy, Matt Belesky. Oh, Belixley. Yeah, I know. He's one, yeah, he's one of the the ones that a lot of people are voting for. Belixley and Stepniak are, are okay. two players that a lot of people are voting for because <laughs> they want a no-namer. Oh, it's Mike Fisher and Brendan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Alex Petrangelo for Petrangelo, St. Louis. yeah. Who was the other Dennis one? Dennis Weidman. Uh, David Perron. David, David Perron. Perron, DP, yeah. Keith Yandel. Uh, yeah, these are all pretty good guys. I don't know. I don't know how Pavel Dasyuk got on there. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He's a scrub. Who got on for Chicago? He, uh, Patrick Sharp and Duncan Keith. Let's go over to the East. Andrew Ladd for uh, He's Winnipeg. He's actually a year, though. That's because they're they're playing decently. That's true. But your average hockey fan, your average uh, wouldn't probably know fair that. weather hockey fan wouldn't know who Joffrey Lupel, Teddy Purcell, Teddy Purcell, Victor Hedman. Even he, uh, he kind of sucks, doesn't he? And that's Tampa Bay, where they have like Steve Stamkos and yeah. uh, <laughs> and Martin <laughs> and Mar- Martin Saint Louis, Vinny Lecavalier. <laughs> well, you could see why Victor Hedman and Teddy Purcell would be on right. <laughs> Uh, did you guys see. see Marty St. Louis pass Crosby for the points lead? Oh, oh did he? good. Good. Yeah, can, he's 37 years old. Good, and, wholesome guy. The, well, and he just, I mean, how, how, when's it been, or how long has it been Where's since Crosby's played, played is Ooh, the thing. Like, that's how far ahead of everybody he was. <laughs> how about this one for Philly? Wayne Simmons and Jakub Voracek. <laughs> yeah, I think Wayne Simmons would be an awesome cover guy. I don't. Why? Well, he's a good player. He plays for Philly. Yeah. yeah, we don't. I don't like Philly at all. I don't mind. I I don't mind Giroux. I don't I, mind yeah. Simmons. I he came like from Los them. Angeles. They're a bunch of dicks. You know who I'd hate to see on the covers? PK Subban. You don't like Subban? He's such a douchebag. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard he's a douchebag as a player. Yeah. Um. You can tell. I don't it's mind. Just him. One of those guys you can tell. He's not as bad as Max Pacioretty. Is that the oh, guy really? that Char almost killed? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Turns out he's a pretty big douche. <laughs> well, so is Chara. It's too bad they both didn't get hurt. What what uh, what did Patchy already do? You know, I can't. It sucks because now I can't remember any specifics. But uh, I hear he's quite the. He's he's like a Brad Marchand. Oh, okay. okay. Real prick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Ottawa Senators: Craig Anderson and Milan Mikalik. Yeah. You know, no no Spezza, no Alfredson. I like Buffalo's. Buffalo's Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. I'm gonna be honest, Buffalo's is probably the, the best two that I could have picked. That's <laughs> boring though, you know? That's like if if these other teams are gonna get some other guys, I'd like to see Steve Ah or Tyler Ennis on there. Yeah. Glad Tyler Myers didn't make the cut. Right. Piece of shit. But, but like a lot, not a lot of superstars on there. I know the Islanders have uh, Grabner and Tavares. Yeah, which is, Tavares, yeah, Grabner. I don't. He think didn't have people, as good of a year this year, did he? No, because no. he had like forty goals last he year. He had a great year last year, and uh, not as many this year. Well, by the way, I'm rooting for the Islanders in the playoffs. I just thought I should announce my support for my friend Justin, a very um, loyal, loyal, rabid Islanders fan. He's very excited. Yeah, I'm excited for him. They've sucked for all these years. You could equate them to the Bills had success in the past, and well, they at least won the championships. 80s, yeah. They won four in a row. Yeah, so it's good to see them back in there, and uh, it sure is. It's maybe, nice to have some rivalry. Uh, maybe back you'll with meet. Them. How how good would that be? Did you see that most recent game that they had? No, I saw your tweet, and I, I almost booted it up on Game Center. Maybe I'll watch at some point. That was great. That was one of those games that you just didn't want to end. Yeah, was it just super intense playoff yeah. atmosphere? Yeah, everybody was playing with so much intensity. It was awesome. Was there any fights or just hard playing? 
You know, I don't remember. It was a couple weeks ago, so. It seems like one of those games there probably weren't any fights. It was just real hard. Nobody wanted to lose. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Probably Nobody more fights in the stands. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Some good dukes. Okay. Should we say we're drinking? I'm on my third beer. I've had a few beers, too. I've got my first coffee I'm working on. <laughs> Will, you want to get me another Bruce? Grab me one, too, Will, while you're in there. Mm, one of my shock Yes, tops. Dan. No, Eric. I'll just drink my coffee, I guess. Shock top? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh. It's the, it's the it's girly the, beer. It's the fruitiest beer in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> For the fruitiest guy in the room with the feeblest mind. Yeah, you are pretty dumb. <laughs> so that was my almost last one. Will, what's your what's your next one? Oh, let me get it up one second here. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Four picks away from the Bills, fellas. Last one. All right. Uh, mine is... Oh, god dang it. My no app. Okay. Uh, Kotaku reported that according to multiple sources, EA is cutting uh, multiple jobs today. They said up to 10% of their total workforce is going to be cut. And they have the official statement, which I'm going to read. Um, in recent weeks, EA has aligned all elements of its organizational structure behind priorities in the new technologies and in the mobile. This has led to some difficult decisions to reduce the workforce in some locations. We are extremely grateful for the contributions made by each of our employees. These, <clears throat> or Those that are leaving EA will be missed by their colleagues and friends. These are hard but essential changes as we focus on delivering great games and showing players around the world why they should spend their time with us. Mm-hmm. Was their statement. Um... So I, I read that, and I was kind of wondering if it's more them not doing well than them trying to Re- well, pawn it off as in they're just trying to reorg- like restructure. Well, they're reorganizing and restructuring cause, because they're not doing well. Yeah. So that's my opinion. And I read that uh, they haven't replaced John Ricatello yet. No, yeah. they're still on their interim CEO. So a lot of people were saying that maybe they weren't going to name a new CEO until they got rid of and fired everybody that you know was – being dead weight that was responsible for their problems yeah i read that and i was just like oh ea yeah i've got we've got a lot to talk about for ea later too so So should we save that then no we can talk about the layoffs it's uh yeah it's it's unfortunate because these are individuals that are losing their jobs um despite how we feel about the corporation and I'm sure a lot of them are getting severance, if not all of them. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things. It's like they probably know. didn't like EA any more than we did. Yeah, and and one of one of the things, um, the, I thought it was funny that they didn't mention that they would be missed by their company. It said you'd miss be missed by your colleagues and friends. Yeah, but not, not by your company. <laughs> company is like so long, suckers. Bye guys. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Jerks. Uh, yeah, uh, on the uh, the article. Kotagu talked about how it might affect their uh, partner's uh, publisher. I don't know what exactly what it was called. I can't remember, but their partner's like label or whatever it was supposed to be. And that's where they got like... Uh, oh, yeah, the EA like, partner's label. Yeah, partner's label where they got yeah. like um, Epic Games and stuff like that and all like the really, really big companies and stuff that if it was going to shut that down, which that's would be... That's where they got Left for Dead. Yeah. Yeah, and like Valve was on there too, which would be huge if they lost that. Yeah. That wouldn't be good. Um, They'd still... They're not. They don't know if it's going to affect Dragon Age three or Battlefield four or any of that. But uh, it was just rumored that their their partner's label might be in trouble. Back, yeah. From that, if something happens to Battlefield four. I'll never forgive them. I'll cry. No, nothing will happen to Battlefield four. Yeah, that's, that's one of their babies. That's probably the one of the games they'll protect until the end. Yeah. And and they'll just start plugging in those microtransactions to keep the whole company afloat. Fuck that. <laughs> 
I won't be a part of that. Eric, you can buy the <laughs> new M4, skins. The new skins for your M4. Which I really couldn't give less of a shit about. When I see that there's new skins for the for pre-order, I, I don't. You know, it's like kick me Why in the bother? balls. It yeah. doesn't make any difference to yeah. me. You know, millions of people buy that though. Jets are pick picking right now. Oh God, division rival. Okay, we'll talk more about EA yeah, later. We have a, we have a couple couple things to mention about it. So. Eric, what do you got for us? That's it for me. I had one other one, but I have to read it again. There's not much to discuss with it. Okay. Corey? What up? What do you got? SimCity released its much-anticipated (laughs) 2.0 patch, which fixed a large number of issues and introduced a whole rash of new issues. Uh, There's an entire Reddit thread devoted to uncovering these new bugs that this patch sort of... uh, injected into the game and i know we're hating a lot on ea so i'm gonna i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and and say this happens yeah um it's a patch there's gonna be new bugs especially with uh these patches and this new i don't i don't know exactly what they added i ran through the list really quick i didn't see anything that really jumped out at me out at me to talk about but you know this happens whenever you're injecting new code into a game there's always a potential for bugs and in the bugs that were uncovered were just kind of weird little anecdotal things it wasn't anything game breaking but because it's ea everybody needs to poop all over it well that and the the microscope is on them right now so any little misstep i think is is going to blow up on the internet yeah they can't anything up anywhere yeah which they, sure. which they will okay that it Corey? that's it for SimCity. i just uh was was fascinated by that and a yeah. lot of the comments were like this was the worst 60 bucks i've ever spent <laughs> what a joke it's it's humorous at this point which is true but <laughs> it's unfortunate it sucks, I, that's why i'm starting to feel bad all this stuff is just hitting ea at once yeah well it sucks too because i mean sim city games are so cool yeah it's such a cool idea and they just completely fucked it i was so excited to play it with yeah. you as you should have been i mean it's they're cool games, you know. Yeah. It's it's different than anything else. Now I haven't booted it up in like three weeks. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got a uh, listener from Hollywood. You guys, who is it? Johnny? Somebody named John. Oh, okay. uh, is he in the chat? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sweet. Hey, John. Well, I've got some Hollywood-ish related news that I wanted to bring up. Are you moving? No. Hell no. <laughs> Can't move. You're, get, you're getting a star. Yes, wow. and I'm putting my wiener in it instead of uh, <laughs> instead of my foot. So it's going to be a big one. Face? Though. No, very small. Oh. How did he do such amazing stunts? With such <laughs> small little feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a great line. But anyway, uh, Justin Bieber apparently today was caught with some marijuana and a stun gun on his tour bus. So, so what? wait a uh, second, he's well, partying. I didn't care, but I, I tweeted him. I tweeted him and said, uh, "Smoking some dubs, Biebs." <laughs> Haven't heard back. Surprise, Wait, surprise. Back to you? No. He's got 38 million followers. That's upsetting. Stun gun? At best. The stun... Did, how did that happen on his tour bus? Who, who went on his tour bus and discovered this and busted him? I have no idea. Yeah, who's um, the prick he was hanging out with that was like, I'm calling the cops? It was in Europe. It oh. wasn't even here in the United States. That I'm surprised the Europe even gave a shit. They didn't. They're pretty cool about stuff. Yeah, it was someplace in Europe. I don't know where exactly it was. It was maybe, in Amsterdam, maybe, maybe Sweden? That's, that's really the fault of his... Uh, management absolutely that he got caught with his weed with yeah. his doobies yeah 
and him being such a role model to all the American young girls. society, I can't imagine what kind of fallout there's going to be listen, from this. Listen, listen, it's a little pot. I, Corey, you know I'm being sarcastic, right? Okay. <laughs> of anybody, you know that I'm being sarcastic. If the Beebs wants to get high on the weekends, get high on the weekdays. I don't care yeah. what the name of the day is. Go ahead and get high with your stun gun. Stun whoever you want. <laughs> got it? a little pain in the shoulder or something. Yeah. You know, you got a headache. No better cure. Um, like it was like it brings me back to the Michael Phelps incident where he didn't he get caught smoking pot in a video yeah. or something, and yeah. then like it was like the end of the world. Well, the, and, and the thing is, is it it's not like it helps your performance. No, it hinders your performance. I think we've talked about. Yeah, that. Yeah, we have. Yeah, Corey. Everyone was butt hurt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he, that's not helping. That's not helping you be a better swimmer. <laughs> no, let's swimmer. let's bring it into perspective. The young man is a swimmer. Why are your kids looking up to him exactly? Because he wins. I, because he's successful and can smoke pot doing it. That's why I'm looking up to him. Well, he's yeah. gonna sm- smoke pot. I can pot. smoke pot, but I'm far from successful. <laughs> he's gonna smoke pot, watch movies, and eat Doritos. Like that's not helping his training in any way. So it shouldn't be an issue no, it's not an issue you know my favorite was the uh uh the royalty dude prince what's his name william they were at a, they were at a hotel with phelps and like they stripped down and and oh, did like a naked lap in the pool that's nice. right i remember that <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah they were partying man beebs was there hiring a kite <laughs> then a stunning kite. everybody <laughs> that walked by him the stun gun laughing the three of them oh. were partying What's Sweet. that? That reminds me. Uh, somebody at work showed me a trailer for this movie. I can't. Stunned it's up. called Heshers or something like that. I don't know. It's with like the. It's with Seth Rogen and James Franco. And, oh wait, wait, uh, wait! Is it the one with the end of the world? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they play themselves. I just watched that trailer. It's not called Heshers. Not even close to that. But it's it's called. I can't remember what it's called. But it looks funny. It looks hilarious yes. because it's like they play themselves and James Franco is having a party yeah. and like all his comedian buddies are over there yeah. and it looks hilarious. I, I, the person I watched the trailer with, I looked at her and I go, man, it's too bad I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> you know? What was the movie with James Franco and Seth Rogen where James Franco was the pot dealer? Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express was a hilarious movie. I love Seth Rogen, not only because I love his movies, but he was on Howard Stern when I used to listen to that. Just the most real dude. Yeah. You know, he just couldn't be more of, like, the guy sitting next to you at the yeah. bar. You know, and he he totally owns that. He's got a ton of money. He's super funny and mm-hmm. famous, but he just seems like the most Down normal guy yeah. of all time. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. And but. the infectious laugh. Yeah, 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 the laugh, too. He's just such a nice guy, it seems like. Yeah. Give you the shirt off his back. Uh, this is the end, is the name of the movie? That's it. Heshers? Heshers. Um, yeah. What is Hesher's? I feel like that's something. Did you watch the trailer I told you to watch? Which one? You didn't text me back. It's called The Purge. Purge? No, I didn't watch it yet. I forgot. I'm just going to tell you the premise of the movie. All right. Um, Basically, the jails are so overpopulated that once a year, every year, the United States has a night where there's no laws for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Doesn't that look awesome? Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I just thought it was such a cool, cool idea for a movie. I wonder what I would do. Probably nothing. I, yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm, I, I thought of a couple people I could harass, but I wouldn't. There's the laws I don't agree with. I break anyway. Hey, me too. I, Dan, one of I my favorite. I wouldn't hurt sayings, anybody or anything. Sometimes I do stuff, and my girlfriend would be like, "What? 
why do you do that? You know, it's it's against the law. And I go, I don't believe in that law. Like a left on red really right. late at night? Who exactly. gives a shit? <laughs> I don't believe in that law. Like getting my registration renewed? Oh, yeah. I don't believe in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> what's the point? Right. They just want to make money exactly. off you. Exactly. It makes no difference. Yeah. My license is expired, too. And my car is really loud, and I might get pulled over for it. And I will have an out-of-date registration and an expired <laughs> license. But damn it, I don't believe in that law. Well, it's not like I, you drive very far. No, I don't. I had a loud car for a lot of years, and I never got pulled yeah. over. My car's loud, too. People are always like, oh, you better get that fixed. You took it. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I don't give a Let shit. Let me get my ticket. Yeah, I wouldn't hurt anybody or anything. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I would either. I'd pro- We'd probably just man up in the house and yeah play video games yeah keep others off my property that's well that's what, what the do. movie's about it's about a family that they have this crazy security system and basically what happens is the kid this this guy comes on their yard and he's yelling he's like oh help me let me in you know whatever so the kid lets the guy in and he's not the bad guy in the movie it's a group of other people that are after him uh-huh. they he's the the target of their purge is what they call it and they have these creepy masks on, and they're just like surround this house, and they tell the family, if you don't find him in your house and kick him out within an hour, we're going to kill all of you. Oh, wow. And it's just that, so the people in the house are looking for him while these people are freaking everybody out. Wow. It looks that really sounds creepy. Cool. Yeah. I'll check to, out the I'll trailer. check that out. Okay, Corey, do you have anything else? I have a few more. Okay. Let's hear it. You, uh, you can finish out. The Pizza Hut. I'm sorry? You can finish out. Cool. Finish out the segment. Um, the Pizza Hut for Xbox <laughs> app sounds real promising. Did you guys hear about this? Yes, no, did. I didn't. Uh, according to Polygon, <laughs> you can use your Connect to order pizza from Pizza Hut via gestures or voice commands. Ooh, and once you get your order all set, which apparently you can arrange your pizza with gestures, you know, move the ingredients to your pizza and stuff like that. Once you get it all put together, you can share it on Facebook. Um, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Michael Pachter, the infamous, famous Wedbush Securities uh, pundit, video game financial pundit, disagrees. He says, I can do it with my cell phone. Don't see how it makes things easier to do so through the Xbox. Sounds really lame with extremely limited market potential. I got a lot of beef with that, especially the market potential part. Not only is something like that extremely easy to market, Towards video think, gamers. Yeah, especially. Um, I also feel like it is marketing potential for the new Xbox as a whole. Can you imagine? they? Okay, so the new Xbox trailer, uh, commercial, whatever. It, does, it shows you all this crazy stuff, and then at the end, it shows somebody just like ordering a pizza with a hand gesture, and then the pizza guy shows up, and he's like, here's your pizza. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me, I gotta say. I uh I actually told I like my it. wife it's a good thing that I A don't have my Xbox anymore <laughs> and B don't have the pizza addiction that I used to because I would have abused that so badly. See I never get if I get pizza I get it from a place down the road. Consoles. Yeah, consoles has great I hate pizza. Pizza hot pizza. Well I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Um I've found that occasionally I will have a stuffed crust? deep, deep craving for stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. girlfriend's the same way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... I don't know. That doesn't do anything for me, really. I don't I'm, know. I'm with Corey. Well, I disagree. Um, there's been a lot of nights where I'm just hanging out. I'm hungry. With Justin Bieber. Hanging out with the Biebs. Smoking a little ganja. 
watching Venture Bros. Stoning Jared with your gun. Playing tummy sticks with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, can you imagine just saying, like, Xbox, pizza, fuck. <laughs> I saw you tweet that. I liked your tweet of it more than anything else. Yeah, that was good. That's what I thought of. And then you get your, you know, you, you train your Xbox for, to understand that that command means I want two large cheese pizzas. I mean, yeah, I, I guess if if in the right setting, it would be cool. Yeah. But I wouldn't use it ever unless, like, you have to be up visiting and we got drunk and wanted to get pizza. You wouldn't use it ever if you were just I, sitting there watching I Netflix? doubt it. Especially Pizza Hut. I don't like their pizza's okay, okay. not good. All that aside, all that aside, like, nobody likes Pizza Hut. It's garbage pizza. Well, <laughs> we have good pizza around here. We do. You might be in an area where you don't have good pizza and Pizza Hut's your best Dan, option. I feel like if we have good pizza, everyone has good no, pizza. No, we have good food here. We do really we? do. Yeah. All right. I don't, I I don't we feel do. like it's fair to criticize this because pizza hut sucks well no um, well that's what it is though it's for pizza hut no i know but i'm saying like just as the idea of it yes it's not hard to market i'm not gonna argue that that's yeah perfect for video gamers are you yeah. kidding me i'm with you eric i'll never use it because i don't like pizza hut okay no it's um, a good idea i'm not arguing that i just think it's just it's, not for me yeah and if i'm having a few beers and playing video games and you know i don't want to spend the time to go through seamless and find something i like i can just quickly order a pizza and not mm-hmm. even have to really think about it does it like charge it. right to your card too just like yeah. that that's that, yeah, i like that yeah, wow. i like the idea of me not seeing any money leave my hands it's until i look at my bank account <laughs> and you ordered thousands of dollars yeah. with the pizza in a couple months and it just says eric you fat bastard <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it also dan it kind of reminded me of everquest too remember it had yep. the ability was that pizza hut that you could order it through was panda Quest? express they had Pizza Hut, too. Did they? They had some sort of pizza. Oh, I think it was World of Warcraft that had Panda Express for a while. I think you're right. I think Pizza Hut was, was EverQuest, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jared just sent me a text message, and it says, There's not a Pizza Hut within miles of our place. Corey is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's wrong. There is. So, so Jared's the idiot. But anyway. <laughs> Typical Jared move. Ratchet and Clank the movie uh, will hit theaters in 2015. Okay. Uh, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. <laughs> no, uh, no, I didn't want to say it. it uh... No, nope, I'll just move on. Uh-huh. The bills are up, just so everyone's aware. Okay. It did look Great. like they did show a teaser trailer, and it looked like a Pixar movie. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nintendo is done. This might have been the biggest news of the week, really. Mm-hmm. Nintendo will not hold an E3 pes- press conference this year. That's something. That's some news. It's probably a good idea, in my opinion, considering mm-hmm. what it's what they're Microsoft up against. Sony are going to show up with. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Nintendo. Totally agree, Corey. Yeah. I, I, you know, at first glance, it's like, well, man, what what are they doing over there? But then you think about it, and you're like. They're not going to bring anything out that's going to top what the other two are going to no, do. No, they'll have cause especially since they're not going to have any new hardware mm-hmm. at all. Like you know, there won't be a new three, a new handheld system. They'll have right. a couple games. Yeah, um, but they don't need to have a whole press conference to show a couple games. I don't think their new Zelda and Mario. Right. <laughs> that people were expecting anyway. It's not breaking news. Yeah, I think it's a smart move actually. Yeah. Yeah, they said they'd hold smaller events for American distributors and will help hold hands-on experiences for Western media. Uh-huh. 
Um, and they also brought up, I don't know if they brought it up, but in the article I read brought it up, how they already have, like, essentially mini E3s every time they do the Nintendo Direct thing. Yeah, that's it's true. It's a very inexpensive, easy thing for them to do. That's cool. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. Okay. Is that everything? Yep. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with feedback and roundtable discussion right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 92 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, new Twitter followers, we have 20,000. Uh, just because we have a ton, we uh, can't humanly keep up on all the on all the uh, drinks we're supposed to do. So we're we've just been pretty much drinking all episode. So it was more than twenty. Yeah, it was a lot, and we got a lot of new Facebook likes. So, yeah. like I said, we're just we're just drinking through the whole episode. We started during the first segment, I think. Right? I probably should have grabbed a beer during the break, but I can get you one. I got it. Okay. All right. The first piece of feedback is from Michael Nelson, who says, I'm so excited for The Witcher 2. I have to give give Dan a ton of credit because he convinced me to try The Witcher 2 after he talked about it on the podcast. It is now one of my favorite games ever. I'm currently playing the original game and loving every minute of it. I've also been playing through Sleeping Dogs and Tomb Raider. Uh, both games are just plain fun. It's as simple as that. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that Eric couldn't figure out Football Manager. I believe studies have shown that Arsenal fans are a bit thick. I have no such issues being a Tottenham supporter and have been able to log a healthy 205 hours playing that gem of a game. Gareth Bale has been amazing, of course. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, Michael in Minnesota. Yeah. Eric's frustrated yeah, right now Eric's because not... the Bills drafted during the break. And uh, they drafted he, doesn't, he doesn't want to talk about it. So. so let's just talk about video games. Yeah. I don't know if Eric's okay, too. Eric, do you need another fruity beer? <laughs> uh, Corey, with the quick one. Uh, glad you like The Witcher 2. I, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, I'm also very excited for The Witcher 3. It's supposed to be a little more open world than The Witcher 2, um, so it'll be interesting to see CD Projekt Red's take on, on The Witcher 3 and the more open world. I guess their other game, uh, uh, Cyber Cyberpunk? What? It's no, cyber... cyber. It's cyberpunk. I cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, that's supposed to be a, a fairly open world game too. So, uh, me having really liked my previous experience with CG Project Red, CD Project Red, I'll definitely be getting the 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 cyberpunk game as well as The Witcher three when it comes out. But The Witcher three is supposed to come out this fall, which is which is awesome. Release title? Huh? Release title for the new consoles? I think it's supposed to be on yeah. the new consoles. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, they said all. Uh, newest gen platforms systems or like latest generation consoles or something. Okay. Yeah, which I don't know if that means Wii U. <laughs> no, probably not. No, that's but that's fine. Polls aren't making a Wii U game. That's the <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, but I'll be getting it for PC regardless of what other platforms it comes out on. So because I'm undecided on the next Xbox, and I'll be talking about the original Witcher and what we played. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, he's playing, playing through Sleeping Dogs and Tomb Raider. Both games are just plain fun. It's as simple as that. I couldn't agree more. Um, having beat Tomb Raider, I think I talked about it last week, uh, 
it's a, just an awesome game reboot. It definitely energized the franchise a little bit. I haven't played Sleeping Dogs, but it's been on sale lately, so I'm waiting till it gets to be right about the right price, and then I'll I'll jump on Sleeping Dogs too because um, Eric liked it, and Will you played it and liked it. Yep. Corey played it and liked it. Yeah, yeah, man. I, okay. I was the first. I know you played it, but did did you end up beating it? No, no, he okay. didn't. Me and Eric beat it because it was our four in February. Right. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's why we talked about it recently, too. I got it with my video card, remember? Oh, that's right. There's some good deals with those, too. The Radeon 7990 just came out. Yeah, the newest one that's a grand you get, like, ten games with. Yeah, I think it's seven of the seven, seven of the latest game releases. So, seven. Can I read this tweet real quick? Uh-huh. It's on the Onion Sports Network, or the Onion's hilarious, and they tweeted, Bills fans actually excited about former backup for Christian Ponder. <laughs> 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 That's a kick, right? <laughs> Turns out EJ Manuel is Bruce Smith's godson. Really? Really? So there's a. Do you think it's uh Do you think it has any relation to with the way they t- took him? I don't Bru- know. Bruce people Smith, are. He was a great. People are either hot or cold with him. They either love him or hate him. Okay. EJ Manuel. Yeah. Where do you land? I don't know, man. I just I wasn't expecting him. Yeah. Who were you expecting? Nassib or Geno Smith. Okay. He's in the same line though, like a like a mobile type of quarterback, right? He's a big guy. Yeah. But he moves really well. Yeah. I don't know. It could be worse. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see, I suppose. Yeah. Um and then Ryan responded to that. Watch out, Eric is going to be coming back with that thick thunder tongue he has. About what? About uh, the, the, <laughs> the Tottenham Arsenal oh, thing from eh, Michael Minnesota. I mean, Tottenham, as of right now, wouldn't make the top four because Arsenal's better than them. So I'll let the standings speak for themselves. Right. Gareth Bale's a prick, <laughs> and he won't stay with Tottenham because he is a prick. So Yeah, so, um, soccer or, or, or football is big on Free, their free agency period. Transfer right? window. Transfer window, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm uh, too distraught right now to comment respond. further. Right. Pull okay. it together, man. Pull it together. Pull it together for the team. For the team. That's hard. Uh, Idaho Jake says, uh, man, Eric reviewed Defiance like an IGN pro. Play it for 30 minutes, say it's bad or good, and move on. If... If they haven't cut you a check for that, then they should. I suggest you let Will play it, and maybe he will give you a fair shake. Now, I'll be the first to respond to that, uh, saying that Eric, uh, he didn't seem like he wanted to talk about it. We could tell that from here. But I actually wanted to know um, what he thought of it. So so we pried him for some more questions. So I at least partially take the blame for that. But Well, I mean, also in, in Eric's defense, he said several times that he didn't play, he didn't play very much. Get a, give it a fair shake. Yeah, but we asked him questions because we wanted to hear about it. So yeah, and in Eric's defense, again, he said he would play it more. So, and in Eric's defense, he has a very small mind, right? <laughs> Which I'm sure Jacob is aware of. Sending such a prick, <laughs> prick answer out like that one, um, he could tell how stupid I am. And but I'm sorry for offending you with my 30 minutes of gameplay. Did you get to play it more? No, I don't want to play it. Are you, are you done with it, do you think? No, I'll play it again, okay. but I had no desire to play it when I have games that are much better to play. Right. Bi- yeah. A la Bioshock? Yeah. Okay. I, I You know, honestly, the, the consensus from what I heard of that game was that 
it's not a good game, but there is something redeeming about it. And that's what that was. I asked you the question: Can you see anything redeeming about it? And you know, admittedly, so you said I've only played it like forty-five minutes. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know, um, but I'm interested to find out what that thing is that makes it so appealing. So if if Jake wants to write back and you know give us his fifty cents, does that make sense on the yes, game? Yes, it does. Um, I, I'm honestly I'm interested to hear because it it does sort of fascinate me, and it is. It's a newer thing. Uh, the transmedia thing is, is really kind of cool, and there's definitely something about it, and I just want to know what that thing is. I think uh, uh, all MMORPGs have something about them that draws people into it. I think that's that's probably part of it, um, even though it, and it, and it's different in the fact that it's an MMOFP. There's a, it's third person, right? Yeah. Uh, MMO. MMO 3PS. Yeah, 3PS. Um there's just some sort of gravity about that type of game, you know, the the way you interact with other players, um, whether it's a good uh, MMORPG or not, you know. Yeah. I think at the very least it has something about the interconnectivity between people um, play, playing an MMORPG. Because, sure. you know, uh, I play hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of Guild Wars, and I didn't even pick it for my game of the year last year. Uh, I picked Borderlands 2 because I thought Borderlands 2 was a better game. You know, Guild Wars certainly has its issues and it's not perfect at all, and yet I sank 800 hours of my life into it, you know. It's just, I think that's the nature of MMORPGs, so. Okay. Uh, Moving on, the last piece of feedback from Facebook was from uh, Tito A, uh, which, Tito, let us know where you're from, too. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll give your lo- your location. Uh, it says I enjoy listening to your show, even though they are very long. I wanted to just mention a few things. Show idea. Ever hear of Endgame Syndrome? I read an article somewhere long ago talking about how gamers don't finish most games, even if they like the game. Uh, what are some of the best games you've never finished? For me, Xenogears, Breath of Fire three, uh, old games. Uh, and I have played a ton of Far Cry 3, but still haven't finished it. For whatever reason, I don't feel the need to pick up and trudge through them, even though I've tried to go back and beat Xenogears. And, and I love all those games. I just, for whatever reason, stop playing them uh, when I get to a certain point. Also, I agree with Corey about Bioshock Infinite being too violent. Excuse me. The violence wow. doesn't bother me, and I'm fine with it, but it felt very out of place specifically for this game and hurt the audience it could have attracted, non-gamers. I mentioned to my girlfriend this game I was waiting for to come out and told her the premise. She sounded genuinely interested in trying it out, but I knew once playing it she would be turned off once you drive the guy's head through a skyhook near the beginning. Uh, also, you know it's bad when Cliff B, whatever, creator of Gears of War, thinks your game is too violent and doesn't need it. You know, the guy who made a game where you have a chainsaw strapped to your gun. Uh, Eric plays a lot of FIFA. Who does he think is the best football player in the world? Uh, and last, I hate, hate EA with a passion, but them winning Worst Company in America is silly. The type of people who vote in this are, are mostly gamers and are already very online savvy. IGN Podcast had a good discussion how the problems that gamers have on EA don't even touch the shit that bank companies pull off considering the economic mortgage crisis over the last several years. Yeah, Mass Effect 3 ending sucked and SimCity launch was a debacle. At the end of the day, though, what's really important, it's heinous what... Uh, Bank of America and other banks have done and refused to do to help the 
country. And honestly, uh, they don't care if they did win Worst Company in America. If people put the same effort in trying to bring awareness to these real problems and pay more attention to elections and voting as they do for voting online for Worst Company in America, it could make a real difference. Oh, and another show idea. Which are the best games uh, for the argument that games are art? My inclusion, Shadow of the Colossus. I'm sure you haven't played it. Play it. So thank you, Tito. Like I said, let us know where you're from, too. We can we can give you a location. Tito's from L.A. Tito's from L.A.? He is from L.A., okay. and I also promised Tito I would give him credit for being our 200th like on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that, Tito. Yes, very much so. Thank you, Tito. Uh, okay, show idea. Endgame syndrome. We can definitely talk about yeah. that. That's a good, that's a good topic. Uh, we also, uh, for the first time ever, planned out our next, like, what, 10, 10 or 15, 15 shows? yeah. That's the first time we've done that in the almost two years we've been doing this. So your other show idea, um, which games do we consider art, are, or which games are the best um, representations, representations of, art. of yeah. art? Thank you, Will. Um, we, we put that in our show topic list, too, so that'll, that, that'll be on there. That's absolutely a Coming great Coming in one. the next couple weeks. Yep. So we will go over those. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. Let's talk a little bit more, a little bit more about that. The violence. Cliff yeah. was in, he really said that that game was too violent, too? He said something about that. Yeah, Look, that's surprising. You know, you, it's not too violent. It's it's that the violence is out of place in yeah. the game that it is. It doesn't, it doesn't benefit from it in any way. It's just silly. You know, especially in, in a world where games are trying to grow up, to have the over-the-top, like, bloody nastiness, it's just... It just it wasn't it even. It wasn't the shooting at all either. It was the the, the execution move with the skyhook that was yeah. that was over the top. And it, it just seems so out of place. And it didn't. It didn't offend Tito. It didn't offend me. I don't know if Clippy B was offended, but like, it just it just felt out of place, and it took me out of the experience I was having. Yeah. And to me, that's a fair knock against the game. Yeah. I want to say I only used it maybe twice. I didn't use it once. So I don't think that it was as big of a problem for me because I very rarely used it. I mostly pick people off from a distance. Yeah. I try not to let people get close to me. So I think that's part of the reason why I didn't have as big a problem with it. I did think it was kind of grody. And I think he's right. I think it did. It probably would turn off some people that would otherwise be interested in the story. Sure. Um, you know, non-gamer types. I, I do think it could drive some of those people away. I, there was an article, I think on Kotaku... Um, some guy was was playing it with his mom or showing his mom the game because she was kind of interested in older games and he thought she might like the story. But as soon as she realized it was like a, a shooter, she became disinterested immediately. Yeah. You know, um, despite the gorgeous looking graphics at the beginning that kind of drew her in and the, the 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 setting of the game that drew her in, she she became disinterested once you know the shooting began. So, I mean, could you, that you make Bioshock Infinite without being a shooter? I don't think so. I think you have to make it a shooter. I think because of the first Bioshock, right? I think you have to stay yeah. in that. You have to stay in that vein, that genre. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think the 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 executions were were necessary, really. You know, oh. I, and I never really used them. I'm I, I'm not trying to say it was too violent. It just wasn't necessary. And I think you were trying to say that too, right? Yeah, exactly. Hang on, my dog has something that I gotta get away from. Your dog is down here? Yeah. Uh, I sent Dan a picture of three corgis sword fighting. I don't know. How did they manage that? Were the swords attached to their... I didn't see the picture, actually. It was a really funny picture because it said corgis LARPing. And LARPing is an acronym for live action. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> so it was three corgis like sword fighting with each other. It was really funny. Well, let me say that there's no way in hell I'd ever be able to get my dog to do that. He's he doesn't like having things on him. Like I, there was a video of of a corgi dressed up in like a panda costume, and it was just frozen, like just sitting there. You could tell it was like I hate this so much. <laughs> Why? Are you but I wouldn't even stuff? be able. I wouldn't even be able to get something like that on my dog. He would. He would flip. He's a nudist. Yeah, he's definitely. He doesn't even like having his collar on. Trying to like after we give him a bath, trying to get his collar back. On. Oh God damn it, Gimli! Trying trying to get his collar back on him after he just got done taking a bath is is a nightmare. So you hear about those people that are never nudes? Like they can't get naked because they have a phobia. Really? They like will never be naked. <laughs> hmm. I can't see that. That's weird. I mean, I don't like never being nudes. I don't like being naked around my house. Um, because I feel like you have to have at least one layer of clothing between ass and couch. Yeah. That's my rule. Sure. Yeah. No, so. I'm with you on that because that's that's your couch. Yeah. I don't want my ba- even my bare ass on it. Oh. Let alone anyone else's. Uh, okay. Anyway. Oh, EA. Let's get into EA. I actually, I'll go first with my roundtable because it's EA related, but, um, I am with you. I, I, as far as damage to the, to the country, I think definitely, uh, Bank of America would take the cake on that. Yeah, the whole mortgage crisis thing and and taking bailout money and all that stuff. That's what if that's just bad news. Apostrophe. What if Bank of America is paying consumers so that they beat out, or I'm sorry, EA beats out Bank of America for worst country in America? It's entirely possible. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either, but at the same time, I think he says Bank of America probably wouldn't even care if they got voted consumers' worst company. You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They have too many people in too many places that right. it's just ridiculous. Uh, going back to what I brought up in our our weeks, I brought up the Dan Carlin and Joe Rogan podcast, and, and they mentioned a lot of the what the hell were you thinking moments in government wherein our presidents, I'm not going to call out anybody specific, um, but our presidents placed very questionable in certain positions. Uh, and it all comes back to money. Oh, yeah, definitely. So... Maybe somebody from Bank of America is on the consumerist board. It wouldn't surprise me. They're, they've infiltrated everything. So, And I, I think we've talked about before, I'm all for capitalism, but I think if you accept a bailout from the government, I don't think that's capitalism, you know? I think that's uh, that's that's welfare, basically, you know? Yeah. Which is... It's the way of America. <laughs> right. Well, if, I mean, if you're a huge company and you make mistakes, you should pay for it by going out of business, which they didn't. So, whatever. I feel the same way about people. Yeah. You should go out of business too, as a person, and if then build, build those kind of mistakes. Yeah, build yourself Debtor back up. Prison. Huh? Debtor's prison. Debtor's Can't pay prison. Bills, you're going to jail. Yeah, I got to get something out of my dog's mouth. I'll be right back. He's starting to be a pain. Painted a boss. Yeah. The Giants picked, by the way, fellas. Ooh, they they took a left tackle from Syracuse who's going to play guard. Okay. What do you think of that? I don't know. Uh. What was the name of the tackle? Something. Justin Pugh? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think they were supposed to draft him. I think that's who they thought they were going to get, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, uh, and then, yeah, we, like I said, we, we, we took the topic, uh, video games are our, and that's in our, in our lineup for shows. So, um, what was the first thing Tito mentioned for topic idea? The end games. 
I don't feel like we addressed everything in his message. No, I think we did. I usually try to run down the best football uh, player in the world. He wanted. Oh, to know. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, who do you think is the best football player? I would go with Lionel Messi. I mean, that's pretty, it's hard to top him. Even I know who response. that is. Yeah, I, he's fantastic. I got the chance to see him play live, and it was just he didn't score any goals when I saw him, but it was pretty clear just by the way he handles the ball, and you just can't get it from him. Just how much better he was than everybody else on the field, and. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. I think some people say Cristiano Ronaldo. He is, I mean, he's really good. I'll never argue that. But he's not. Best player in the world? No, I don't think so. He's second, probably. Um, is saying this dude that you're saying, like saying Sidney Crosby is the best hockey player in yeah. the NHL? Yeah. He's not, though. Well, you don't, I don't think? think? No. Who do you da- think is? Datsuk. Is, no. the best, is the best all-around player in the league, yes. He plays great defense and great offense. I'll do you one better and say John Taze. Yeah. John, okay. Yeah. He's up there. John Taze is really um, good. D- Datsuk will never score as much as, as Sidney Crosby, but I think he's a much better defensive player than he dangles. Than Crosby. Well, Messi's probably yeah. not the best all-around player. Right. But if you tell me I can have one player on my team, that's who I'm picking. Right. Crosby? No. We're talking about soccer here. Oh. Oh, okay. Messi. Of course, um, that... That you know, my my pick is opinion, but yeah. yeah. So 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 I compare everything to hockey, Eric. If if I'm asking you, you get one hockey player on your team. Who are you taking? Probably Crosby. Yeah. You wouldn't take a goaltender. No. Well, if you take no, Crosby, you can get guys like Kunitz and Dupuy who will score yeah, way more than usual. I yeah. think the the number one goalie's kind of going by the wayside. It seems like a little yep. bit. There there is a surplus of good goalies in the league. Mm-hmm. So now I'd take. Pick Crosby. Mm-hmm. I'm with Eric as much as I hate to say it, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like if you asked me five years ago, I'd say Joe Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just that that good top line center. Center. What about the injury that proneness can make players though? Players out of anybody. Yeah, you got the injury proneness, but that's true. That's true. I didn't think of that. I honestly, I would take Taze because I had him on my fantasy team. Well, I mean, I had Thomas Vanek on my fantasy team, and I'm not going to take him. I think, the, <laughs> I think the thing that separates Crosby apart from everybody is how much better he makes everyone around him. That, I don't think you yeah, can argue with exactly. that. That'd be, yeah. be like me saying I'd take Rick Nash. I mean, d- don't get me wrong. John Tate is, is probably my favorite player in the NHL, but uh, he doesn't he doesn't make guys around him good like Crosby does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I don't know. I like Tate's harder worker. Captain Serious. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to Roundtable. I'll go first because, like I said, mine is very related to, to Tito's feedback. Um, and it's a it's an article from Destructoid.com by Vito Gisaldi, who's a contributor to Destructoid. Uh, it's called Why People Hate Electronic Arts. I tweeted the article earlier, so if you want to read the whole article, it gives a lot more context for some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about, puts in some pictures that are related to the thing. Um, but he, he, he basically gives a bunch of lists of reasons why people hate EA. Um, the first being lack of creativity, uh, which he cites the game GoldenEye Rogue Agent. Um, after getting in the Bond license, uh, they made countless like crappy Bond games. Um, every year, maybe every other year, they, they would put out a garbage Bond game. Um, and they wanted people to latch onto the, their newest GoldenEye game by calling it GoldenEye, even though it had nothing to do with, with the original GoldenEye game or even the movie. It was apparently about a character with a golden eye. 
I don't know. I didn't play it because it, you know, it was it was garbage. But mm-hmm. um, and then they don't have the decency or integrity to admit when they make a, an un- uninspired game, blame bad reviews from critics for poor sales, like they did with um, Medal of Honor. You know, they didn't come out and say Medal of Honor wasn't a very good game. We could have done better. They blamed people for giving it bad review. reviews. Yeah. And so. not, didn't they say people didn't understand? Yeah, didn't understand it or something stupid like that. They said something very stupid along those lines. So. Meh. What? Go on. Okay. Um, and then he said buying out competition. For that, he cites the Madden games. Um, instead of working to make a better game, they get exclusive rights from the NFL to eliminate all competition. Um, They're so worried about any decent developer making a much better football game that you know, they decided to buy him out and, and make it so that no one else could make a game. Um, and he brought up NFL 2K5, which I had played and loved. I yep. remember you played and loved it. Great game. Um, a lot of people say it's one of the best football games ever. Um, you know, the Maddens, I don't think, have been good since, what? They're okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're decent every year. Yeah, uh, but they haven't been, like, good Stellar, yeah. Good since probably Super Nintendo days. It's been a while. Yeah, since there's been, a, like, a good Madden game out. Um, so there's that. Uh, buying out competition. Uh, treating workers uh, like slave labor. And I actually have a quote because this sums it up pretty well i this is a quote quote directly from the article uh ea never got the memo about not forcing your programmers to work like sweatshop laborers in 2004 aaron hoffman the so-called ea spouse uh posted a scathing expose on how electronics on how the electronic giant had treated her husband and other employees forcing them to work as many as 84 hours a week uh without any overtime compensation her speaking out led to three separate class action lawsuits being filed against ea Software giant forced to shelve their plans for motivational shot collars. So that's pretty. That's pretty bad too. Yeah, um, I had actually forgotten about all that, all that stuff because I mean it came out in two thousand four. That's almost ten years ago. So I I had forgotten about that part. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, ruining companies is the next one. The '90s saw EA snatching up all the good PC developers and forcing them to release a constant stream of unfinished sequels. Uh, he specifically mentions Command and Conquer and Ultima, Ultima Nine as as games that uh, you know they they would put out crappy, buggy sequels for uh, year after year, every two years or whatever, and 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 never really releasing a complete good game. Yeah. Uh, shameless money grubbing. Uh, he says DLC. Every EA game will have lots of DLC. Uh, yep. Use games. You have to have an online pass to play with friends. Yep. Microtransactions. They nickel and dime the consumer with. Every now and again. Right. Uh, DRM. SimCity is all I need to say for that. Uh, and then he mentions... Ga- what? What happened with SimCity? Uh, I don't know. It has weird online DRM. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I don't know. I, I heard a little something about it. It's yeah. hard to explain. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain. It's over most of our heads, I think. It's definitely over mine. Uh, he mentions Gabe Newell and Valve as the opposite uh, in the in the article. Um, it's funny because there's a picture of Gabe Newell standing there with like a chain gun and it says... Uh, like like crazy billionaire uh something like makes a lot of money and doesn't shit on his customers uh you know which i i feel is true mm-hmm. and then the last one is non-existent customer service uh the author cites a few examples with sources which are are pretty vile uh you'll have to, you'll have to actually read the article to see those they're it's pretty insane um, how and they, then how they censor their number on their own form. I, I was just going to say that they, that that was my example. They blanked out the EA customer support phone number on official forums. That's so bad. Um, so people wouldn't call them for refunds or for answers or whatever. 
Um, and then he sums it up with, quote, the worst company in America, maybe not, but they're definitely working hard to keep the title, end quote. So that's the end of the article. Definitely check it out. It's a good read. Um, yeah. There's a little more context to what, what he's what what I was saying in, in the actual article, obviously. But, yeah, that's uh, that's EA for you. That's it in a nutshell, really. Yeah. And he pretty much sums up all the reasons why why people hate EA. Yeah. And I, like I said, I had forgotten about the treating workers poorly that completely i glossed over he he says somewhere in the article too that yeah they'll make a good game every now and again but it's really not enough to to save them from from the other bad things that they're doing so yeah that's that's what i had for roundtable if anyone wants to chime in on ea we've talked a lot about ea so yeah i mean i mentioned before i I feel bad for them a little bit because Mm -hmm. it seems like they're not they're not doing well uh closing down games shuttering studios laying off staff um it kind of sucks but uh i guess that's that's what you get i was gonna say they could they it's not like they didn't bring it on themselves yeah yeah i don't know everything you said is uh it's hard to argue so uh you know, you do that for long enough, and I actually read an inter- interesting article not too long ago about why we have the publishers that we have now. I don't. Did I talk about this in the podcast? That a lot of the publishers that we have now come from the PS2 era, where the PS2 was so ubiquitous that you could put out a steamy pile of shit, and there's enough people that would buy it that you would make money off of it no matter what, because mm. everyone had the PS2. Yeah. Um, and, and we're kind of trying to get over that phase with the new generation of games. And honestly, ever since the new generation of games began is when the publishers started declining because the Xbox had such a good product and all of a sudden the, the product or the console base was split yeah. the two, and they weren't seeing the same profits off of, uh, their crappy games, P2, PlayStation oh. two games that mm-hmm. they were making, um, you know, into the new generation. Huh? Which is fascinating. I never thought of that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I never thought of that either. Yeah. Huh. So they, they got accustomed to producing shit because it made money and whatever. And, and now all of a sudden that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, the internet wasn't as uh, as good at calling them out on, on it. You know, the, the, the lines of communication weren't as good back then um, as they are now. So, you know, there yeah. wasn't the Twitter that you could get a message out to hundreds of thousands. Of, I mean, there was chats and forums and stuff but it wasn't well and you I know mean, there wasn't the social networking the... that there is now i'm sorry there, that's fine there wasn't the social networking that there is now yeah so. and everybody brings up um you know like oh it's 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 not the hardcore that these games are trying to appeal to it's the the mass audience that doesn't pay attention to social media doesn't pay attention to this this and this but i feel like there's a trickle down effect almost that if you make a shitty game the reviewers that people that that the hardcore really follow and pay attention to are going to give it a poor rating. Those people are going to latch onto that poor rating, and the game itself because it sucks and post about it on Reddit, post about it on social media, and it just keeps building and building and snowballing to the point where the mass I don't get chip bro plays game will know that this game sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because that that bro gamer will will know somebody that's uh that's an avid gamer that pays attention to all this stuff, and he'll see that Medal of Honor Warfighter sucks, yeah. so won't even buy it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a good point. All right. But anyway, that's probably enough about EA, right? 
they're bringing everybody down, especially Eric. <laughs> they're right, bringing Eric? themselves down. Yeah, they're, bringing, they're bringing me down. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Will, go ahead. I can go. Um, I don't know if anybody is going to talk about this. It's the Xbox 720 press conference, but it's not about, like... Oh, I forgot to do that for my little bits. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So we'll talk about that Good now. spot for it. <laughs> um, okay, it, the article on Kotaku is everything uh, we know about the next Xbox. Uh-huh. So this is the, nothing's been confirmed for it yet, but basically this is like what... What everyone seems to think, think it's going to have. Yeah, it's written by Luke Plunkett. So the article says that there has not been any like guaranteed inf- uh, inf- information on it, but uh, basically May 21st is when they're going to do the uh, that press conference for it to announce their next generation console. So this is what what we almost certainly know about the next Xbox. You'll be using Connect whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of rumors that you're going to have to have Connect connected to the three or not the 360, the 720 for it to work. Um, Controller. If the controller ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Microsoft has said that the controller is going to be basically the same with some adjustments here and there to make it more D-pad improvements. Yeah, D-pad improvements were was the big thing, which is good. The yeah. controller doesn't need to be changed. It's my favorite controller out of anything. So I agree. Yeah, it's a solid controller. So as they said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, the next one is the specs. The next Xbox will run on a custom hardware that includes an eight-core, sixty-four-bit. CPU running at 1.6 gigahertz and 800 uh, MHZ Direct X11 graphics, which somebody went along to say on the comments that his laptop can run or is more powerful than that. It's I'm different. I'm sick of that bullshit. It's, it's not a computer. Some, and people went after him though. Yeah, good. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll get to it later. Yeah. That, that guy. Tired of reading that. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> right on, Corey. Um, your friend. In green, the Xbox companion app already available for the current generation is being overhauled and improved, and you will be given your tablet or phone many more uses and capabilities than the Wii U gamepad. Smart glass. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. that they that you can play games like actually stream games to your tablet. You know, with like like the the Wii U, you can play games on the gamepad. That's that's where that's where the PS Vita comes in handy for the PlayStation. They have that device that uh, you can push games to. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think I th- they're trying to sell. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but that was, that was at least the pitch that they had for their right. announcement. Right. Yeah. If you could do that, uh, like st- stream your Xbox games to your tablet and have that be your like monitor that you're actually playing the game on. That would be awesome. I don't know if it's going to be able to do that, but yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Who knows? It is, I mean, we always talk about the, the, uh, Windows 8 being uh, across all all devices, essentially. Yeah. But, Corey, so. Windows 8 sucks. The opportunity, <laughs> the opportunity is there. Anyway, going on. It can juggle your games. Um, just like the PS4, the next Xbox will be able to hot-swap between programs, and you will also be able to pause your game like a phone does, freezing the exact moment you close it down instead of the more traditional save game system. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing is install on the go. Uh, the PS4 also has this that you can play a game while it's installing. Um, like the, it'll be in like chunks, as Eric talked yeah. about on the, the PS4 announcement. A smaller chunk to start, so that you can get started, started. right then, and then mm-hmm. it'll download in bigger chunks. Yeah, yep, that's basically what it's going to be. Taking over your TV, the next Xbox has an HDMI port in it, which seems you'll be used to turn your console into a fully functioning TV box. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, just. Briefly, I don't know why every device doesn't just come with an HDMI out. Yeah. It's an HDMI in. 
into your Xbox? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. It runs from your cable box into your Xbox and then out of your Xbox into your TV. So you can I control. We, I thought can, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. That we did. You can a, control your, your cable. Your Xbox acts as a set-top box. Yeah, it's going to, but you can control your cable. You can have your cable like run through your Xbox, so you can not turn off, not need to turn off your the, Xbox. The actual and... cable comes out of your Xbox, though. What do you mean? It's not. What is the point of attaching your set-top box to your Xbox? So you can control your cable with your Xbox instead of having yeah, to switch I, inputs I, and stuff. Didn't we? Didn't we discuss it that it was? Your Xbox was your cable box, and you had the out from your Xbox no, to a TV? It's they think it's going to have an HDMI in, so you run your cable box HDMI out into the back of your Xbox. It'll process all the data in there and then run out from your Xbox into your TV. That's silly. That's what that's what they're saying, right? It's got an HDMI in. Yep, HDMI in. Yeah. That's, that's silly. Well, I agree. That's not something I, I don't even have cable, so I don't care about that no. one bit. Moving on. Yeah. Um, goodbye, Durango. The code name for the console has been Durango. I kind of like Durango. They said don't, I don't mind it. They said don't get attached to it because it's probably going to change. Mm-hmm. But It'll yeah. probably just be Xbox. It probably won't even be Xbox 720. If it's 720, I'll be mad. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I think that's stupid. That yeah, doesn't bother me either, though. No. Nah. Did you guys see the, the controller theory, how the buttons are arranged? No. So the buttons you have on a controller are an X at the bottom, a box on the left, a uh, circle on the right, a 360, if you will, on the right. So the triangle is the delta. So you got your X, box, 360, delta. Are you talking about the PlayStation buttons? No, I'm talking about the Xbox. <laughs> I'm confused. Those are PlayStation buttons. Yeah. What are the buttons on an Xbox controller? X, X Y, y B, and A? Yeah. All right, well, maybe, whatever. Yeah, it could be on the PlayStation controller, but, okay, so, X, box, 360, Delta. Yeah. You see it? Yeah. I, I, had, my PlayStation I had seen something like that before. Do you think it's subconscious? Okay, so, can you guys see? Yeah, X. Our can't see, but X is on the bottom. Box, yeah. Box. 360. The box on, the, on the right or left, depending yeah. on how you're looking at it. 360 is the circle on the right. Yeah. The triangle is delta. Yeah. I don't know. I I, th- I had seen something like that before, actually. Cool. Related. Just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> I don't think they do that because that's the PlayStation buttons, but yeah. Yeah, they're A, B, X, Y. But anyway, continue on. <laughs> It'll probably be out in 2013. <laughs> um, and then what we're not sure about... And the article is the always online connection is the big thing. Um, it might block you from playing used games. Um, and Xbox chat is gone, which is kind of sad if that's true because the Xbox Live party system I think is incredible. But they do talk about how they acquired Skype. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that works. It's I just ho- going to be Skype probably. Yeah, I hope you can still have party like Xbox Live yeah. parties for that because that, that's my favorite part. I think it's just going to use Skype instead of having its own thing. Own separate thing. Um, and games and... Because the console has not been officially announced, there have been no games that have been officially announced for the next generation Xbox. Even though we kind of have a general idea of what's going to be coming out for it. Yeah. Um, and what we have no clue about, what it looks like, and Xbox Live 2.0, the dashboard, and achievements. How that's going to all tie in together. Yeah. One of the things I found interesting from that article was 
they gave each of the development consoles that they gave out a separate like pattern on it. So if photos of it leaked, they could tell who leaked the photo. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. So so that they would know like who probably not to give anything to again. So I think that's, that's that's why none of the really real details have been leaked on it yet. I think or one of the reasons. That's pretty smart. Yeah. By Microsoft doing yeah. that. So guys, just so I don't feel like a total idiot, um, <laughs> the box is rumored to replace your cable box, your DVR, your media box, your Blu-ray player, and even your HTPC with its powerful multimedia capabilities. So with all that media coming out of the box to your TV, what's these? What's this HDMI in? I'm first. Oh, okay, first guess would be that Microsoft is future-proofing, or they just assume that Google got it wrong and his version of Google TV is going to be way better, blah, 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 blah. Then again, the HDMI connectivity might also be as simple as letting you upload and store your family home videos. But with all these possibilities, my money is still on some sort of cable TV integration. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of says either way. Um, I, I just... If 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 they're gonna go that route, like why wouldn't they just make your Xbox the set top box? Yeah, make it so you could run the cable directly into it, rather than have your set top box and your Xbox, and just have your set top box plug into your Xbox. Is what right. you're saying? Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but that that doesn't seem to be what they're gonna do. I don't know. It's it's silly. I I I feel like there's gonna be some sort of very strange partnership where your Xbox all of a sudden becomes your living room media device that yeah. just has everything coming out of it yeah but the, the only problem with that is the the cable companies like you to have their set-top box because they charge you ten dollars a month for it or whatever <laughs> so they're losing all that potential yeah, revenue the cable companies that also provide your internet um if xbox was gonna have this always online whether it's whatever uh there could be a partnership there of some sort and yeah the, plus the, the subsidized xbox some people Go might ahead. resubscribe if they think their features for the Xbox 360 are really cool with cable or whatever. They might get some some resubscribers, but like me, I don't miss cable at all, so I'm I'm never going to resubscribe to cable. No, I'm thinking about it only because sports. NBC Sports signed the Premier League. Yeah, sports is the only reason people like even still have cable. I, I think in general, because you, you can't. Game. What's that? Premier League. What's that? The Premier League channel and. Uh... Was that uh, English? Premier League is soccer. Yeah, but there's like a, ch- a Premier League channel. I don't know. Well. There's also Fox. They, soccer they play it on and... Fox Fox Sports or yeah, Fox Soccer Plus. But they're going to show every game at one point or another. So, and they have hockey on there. Mm-hmm. So. I've missed a few games because they were on NBC Sports. Okay. Real quick, though, I, I want to go over the comment where that guy said something. Yeah. He took the specs and said, holy crap, my laptop has a better processor and pretty much the same specs otherwise. That's so pathetic. My desktop make desktop makes this computer this generation look old. If you buy this console, you're an idiot and probably a sideways yeah. cap-wearing bro. Dear anyone with half a brand, buy a PC this gen. Oh, my God. So somebody goes, you have an eight-core laptop, question yeah. mark. And then somebody got, some other guy said, hi, PC gamer here. Over the course of the next 10 years, I'll probably spend four grand upgrading my PC. Over the course of the next 10 years, I'll spend $500 on the next Xbox. What's the point of getting a super powerful system? Most games are made for the consoles first and then ported to PC with vaguely increased graphics. Um, there's very little benefit to the massively increased horsepower. 
For the record, this isn't 1999 anymore. The gigahertz and number of cores equal processing power of the CPU anymore. It's a factor, but there's a much larger picture out of pl at play here now. If you're going to insult everyone with different tastes, then please don't make the rest of us look like idiots too, is what the guy yeah. said. Yeah. Well, yeah. we talked about it, and you know, your the Xbox doesn't have to run nearly as much as a, as a computer does. So mm -hmm. all that horsepower is going towards playing games, games not and very little other stuff. Not the various other right. stuff computers need to do. Yep. Tired yeah. of those people. Yeah. That's uninformed. Those people suck. <laughs> uninformed. It's the same guy who's saying Windows 8 sucks, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. Oh, come even on, though, this is winning. Even though he doesn't have Windows. No. He do probably doesn't. Windows 8, I should say. Okay. Thanks for that, Will. Yep. Eric, what do you got for us? Um, Mine is actually about uh, one of the games that I played this week, so I, I guess I, I'll discuss the game now. Okay. Um, Thomas was alone. I know Corey... Did you play this game before, Corey, or did it just come out? It just came out on PlayStation Network. Okay, did you play it for PC? came out on PC a long time ago. Oh, Beat it. oh okay, that's right. All right, so yeah, I, I got it for uh, for PlayStation because I remembered Corey talking about it, and it was like 7 bucks or something, so I got it. Um, first of all, I'll just talk about what I thought of the game so far. I played it for, I don't know, an hour or so, and I really like it. It's... Um, the music is awesome. The atmosphere of the whole game is awesome. The characters are basically just different shaped blocks. And I just, I don't know. I love the, the storytelling from the narrator. It's so cool. And it seems like a, a child's uh, fairy tale, kind of the way he, he talks about everything. And it, you actually, it's the damnedest thing. Because, like, the one character, Chris, is just this, it, it's basically like a fat, grumpy kid is what they describe it to be, and you can see it in the square. Uh -huh. You know what I the, mean? The shape of the yeah. square. Yeah, and then there's a tall, thin one called John who's athletic and jumps high, and, like, you could just see it. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And it's so cool how they, they were able to, to portray that, and I, I was pretty blown away how they get you to care about the characters and picture these as real people. Um, but what I came to my mind when I was playing the game for my, for my feedback or uh, roundtable discussion was... I thought that this game would be perfect for younger kids to play, to learn uh, teamwork, because it's a puzzle game. And I didn't think the puzzles were too, too hard where kids couldn't figure it out at some point. But you learn teamwork, because all, all the blocks have to work together to get to the goal at the end of the level. Uh, teamwork, uh, sharing, it teaches you differences in people and how everybody is worth something, uh -huh. I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, Problem-solving skills, just stuff like that. And I thought this game, more than a lot of games, maybe the most of any game I've ever played, I thought to myself, wow, this could be such a good game for young kids to learn a lot of different things. Uh -huh. And I think the music is good for the kids and just everything. I don't know. I never played a game that made me think that before. So when the developers for Crisis come out and say... <laughs> You have to make a game that has awesome graphics or it's not worth anything. That's such bullshit. Yeah. I texted something to Corey about that. I wanted I told him I wanted to play Bioshock so bad, but like I have all these little indie games yeah. that are so cool. Yeah. And like So superior. It cost me eight bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a much more interesting experience. Oh than yeah. It made me from. think of like little kids and they could put this in schools and kids could definitely learn something from it. Right. You know, and, and like I said, the narrator, it feels like a child's book or something is being read to you as you play along with it. And it's uh -huh. 
the the coolest thing. I'm gonna buy it. You should buy it. I you think see, you really you, well. It. You said last night that I should buy it, and I was like, "That's a game I haven't heard about in a while." And I looked. I probably will get it from for for off of Steam before you too long. I, it's something that everybody should play just to play it. I mean, right. it's different than a lot of things I've ever played before. And if you're into puzzle games at all, you should definitely play it. Um, if you're into just cool music and video games, you should definitely play it. Just mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I really couldn't get enough of it. I can't wait to play it again. Nice. That's exciting. Their their, their line is it's it's a game about friendship. Yeah. And it, it it's funny. Yeah, the way Eric described it was perfect because every character is just a shape and their shape sort of defines their abilities and it is it's like the lost vikings of today because you you have to work together between all these shapes to solve these puzzles. Mm-hmm. That's um, the other thing they can learn their shapes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm with you. Writing in that game is so good so because good. it it makes characters out of blocks, different types of rectangles. Yeah. And the fact that I remember the characters' names is a miracle right. in itself. Right. So that tells I, you something right there. That's true, yeah. You mentioned them I'm like, yeah, I know exactly Claire? what you're talking about when you're like, "Remember oh, Chris, Claire, Corey?" You remember Claire? Which one's Claire? Claire's the big fat one that floats in the water. <laughs> yeah, I remember. The that. only one I can't remember. Oh, Laura. I think Laura was Chris's girlfriend. And you remembered it. Yeah. It's, pretty, nice. it's, it's this British narrator that's yeah. just like... His voice is great and it goes so well with the music. Yeah. It's just yeah. a great game. For nice. eight bucks, I mean, geez. You was can't... it my year? In 2011? Was it? It might have been. It was. It was on my list. I know. I made a hell of a pick, Corey. I don't think it was it. I don't it was remember. Definitely on my list. I don't know if it won. I almost yeah, I want to go back and listen. Call. What episode was that? Do you remember? No, it'll say just <laughs> thummies. That's what I. No, remember. it wasn't. It was that was 2012. Was thummies? Yeah, that was our first annual thummies. Yeah. Oh, that's right. What, well, Corey? You have to go back and listen. I'd be interested right. to find out. Yeah, that's it's such a cool game. Anybody that is into just cool artsy games, something different, you should definitely play it. I think I'd love it. Yeah, honestly, if it was a new release, it would be worthy of a of an episode. Mm-hmm. But you should play it and just give us your thoughts. Dude. I, will. I will. Let Max play it when he's old enough. <laughs> I definitely will. You should. I'm he's... telling you, you can learn shit from it. Yeah, he's starting to get into games. Yeah. So okay, that's good stuff, man. Excellent. But I wanted to talk about, like, what do you think about games teaching kids? Have you ever thought of a game like that before? Oh. Other than, like, the scholastic learnings, like, yeah, number those are garbage. and shit. Like, this is right a game works. where a kid could, could like it and learn something from it, but somebody our age who already knows about shapes and stuff like that can also really enjoy right. it. Yeah. Which isn't something I don't think you could say about many I mean, games. I feel like it's a better learning tool than a lot of the other ones that are out there because, you know, games, that's what kids do nowadays is play video games. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you're going to learn something more from that than you will traditional study in a classroom, you know? Yeah. One other cool thing about it is, uh, I don't know if it was like this for PC, Corey, but with the PlayStation one, you can play it with commentary from the creator. Oh. While you play it, that's really see cool. that's fascinating. Yeah, see, and I, I, I wouldn't do that my first playthrough. Obviously, yeah. I would have to go through and play again, yeah. which isn't something I usually do. But since they have that in there, I'd think about it. Yeah, at very least, that is pretty well, sweet. It's like what they do with movies. You know, you yeah. watch the movie and then you can watch it with the director's commentary if you want. 
it gives you some insight into what they were thinking and yeah okay i don't know i i would have to think about the games well, that i've play, played that play it with that in mind and see okay. what you think i will i, I couldn't believe because i don't get thoughts like that in my head very often where uh-huh. like like when journey did that to me it right. put like this thought of something bigger in my head and this game did that too it wasn't uh it wasn't a call of duty or no. a battlefield that th- made those thoughts pop into your no, head no it wasn't as good as battlefield is it right. doesn't do that to you you right. know what i mean the oh, indie right. games are the ones that do that yeah which is i That's another the reason i'm about excited it. about ps4 with their Hopefully they follow through on their indie thing. Yeah, I think all of them are going to end up doing that, recording oh, a lot of indie developers. I hope so, man, because they're just so good. Yeah, they are. It's uh, it's like the gold rush for indie developers right now. It really is, yeah. it seems like. kind of makes me want to develop a game. If I had any talent Don't anything, forget us. If I had any talent <laughs> in anything, I wouldn't <laughs> mind developing a game. Yeah. But Okay. Well, thanks for that, Eric. Yeah. All right. Corey, what do you got for us? Um, I I didn't have anything prepared, but uh, something that kind of caught my eye this week was Kotaku was kind of on the defensive in a lot of ways this past week because of uh, a couple reasons. Um, one being the fact they wrote an article about how remember the deep silver zombie bait torso uh-huh. that, yeah. that pissed everyone off. Yeah. Uh, apparently they didn't stop selling it they apologized for it but it's still like available for purchase in the uk or uk or europe i don't really know but it's not available in the united states and uh that kind of made me happy a little bit because they apologized um and still went on to sell it and it is not something that really bothered me yeah and I i know eric was was kind of in agreement i don't remember i know for a fact eric was in agreement well, you know, I hate censorship of anything, and I think we're all anti censorship. Yeah, I, I don't see what the big fucking deal is. It's like like we were talking about before with Justin Bieber. It's just who gives a shit. Yeah, it's more of was... like if you want to spend the money, the extra money on that, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, if that's what you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not for me, but hey, I, no. I'm glad you like it. I mean, I personally thought it was kind of gross, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my my cup of tea, right? But I don't I, I don't have zombie decor in my house, so Nor do I? It's not my thing. But yeah, if you want to buy one, that's fine. Um, we're also not women, but at the same time, like I feel like the people women. that were covering this on Kotaku, sh- I don't want to. It should have been the women, but the fact that it was dudes trying to say like this was offensive to me, and the women on the website didn't say anything. Like I don't know, it's. And in in shortly after that article, the the coverage of Deep Silver not pulling the zombie torso is an article about uh, this game Sorceress that's coming out, and apparently one of the characters developed in this game called Sorceress is very busty. Yeah. And uh, like a, like a month or two ago, I can't remember the writer. Um, I don't I don't want to think about it because I can't remember the writer, but this person wrote that were offended by this character because she was so busty um, and that the developer of this game should stop hiring 14-year-old boys to create their characters. I read that. Which is really interesting. And and I guess the developer responded back and it was translated so poorly I can't say it with confidence it's what they meant, but they made like a gauge of like, oh, uh, this writer must have enjoyed our guy 
guy, like totally muscular, sexualized men, or something like that. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but it was just these two articles in a row on Kotaku that caught my eye, and I'm kind of like, I feel like people are just getting offended for the sake of being offended. Yeah, they yeah. are. Well, Absolutely. that's that's uh, the world these days in a nutshell. I feel like people just give way too, too much of a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It didn't genuine to me, and it might have been genuine. I'm not certainly not putting anybody in their opinions, but like, it just felt forced and, and inappropriate, in my opinion. I don't know. Do you think they were, do you think they were scrounging up for page views? I don't think that's it. I, I feel like it's more of like an individual, like high ground, like I'm going to be a superior person. I'm going to call this person out for this reason. And I was just like, really? Well, I mean, there is the whole, um, the whole the way the portrayal of women in video games and 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 that's a big issue and portrayal of women in the in the industry and there, there's that there's the you know misogyny and stuff but there's also it, it the that what, exactly what you're talking about the 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 way too strong pushback is almost as bad as the the blatant misogyny in certain areas of the industry you know and that's almost as bad because because yeah. you're right it feels forced and and not genuine um it, it they're they're almost trying too hard to portray themselves as not misogynist you know it's yeah. like it's it like you said it feels not genuine and and forced at this point and the game like the game that they were covering wasn't it's not like it was a triple a release it was a fighting game that was like was it an ios fighting game or something I don't remember. I can't. I can't remember. It wasn't. I could it, find it if I looked, but uh, it might have even been a Japanese game. It was definitely a Japanese game. Um, which say what you want about Japanese games, but they're always in some way or another off the wall, you know, or, or over the Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown. They're always over the top with 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 whatever they do. It seems in 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 that type of game. So you know it was, uh, it was Jason Schreier on Kotaku that that wrote about this this character who was a busty female uh whatever right. um not that it matters who wrote it but in in terms of the, the broader context i just like i said like i i just feel like forced and it's not it's not coming from a place i'm just trying to choose my word very carefully it's just i don't know help me out guys <laughs> well like i said i you, you don't the the pushback's too strong. It do, like you it doesn't. You don't. You, it, it feels like they're trying to act mature for the sake of sounding mature, rather right. than it's not a genuine like a genuine like. I'm act, I mean? I'm offended by this. It's not genuine. You feel like they're just being offended for the sake of being offended. I mean, everybody's pretty much in agreement that the gaming industry as a whole needs to grow up, and I agree with that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. In they're kind of as part of that they're forcing this agenda that i don't know every now and again it's just like misplaced and it's it's more harmful than it is beneficial yeah because then there's the uh then there's the misogyny pushback too uh there's always going to be that whether whether you want it to be there or not there's that that type of players getting getting anger and and they're going to take their their thing out on on women in Xbox Live, you know, playing first person shooters, they're gonna read that article on Kotaku and and think that their little their little world is under attack when it actually probably isn't, you know? So there'll be that level of pushback too. 
and I honestly I have less of a strong opinion about this if it was the women on Aku that were commenting about this. Right, if it was like Tina Amini that that got offended or uh Patricia Hernandez is, is another one. Uh it's just it's I mean we talked about it last week. It's the whole gotcha thing. It's like, ah I will not be offended by this, you inconsiderate yeah. small minded asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, that everything? Yeah, I guess. All right, well, we're... Great <laughs> job of uh, getting into that, but... No, you're fine. It, it, that's actually something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Oh, do you want to talk about the the Cliffy B thing? Because he, he came out some, saying something about women in gaming, too, not that long ago. Um, But I, th- I think a lot of them don't want to be considered... Uh women in gaming you know they just wanted to be considered gamers as at least that's the impression that i get from the ones that i know they don't want to be singled out as as a girl in gaming or a woman in gaming they just want to be a gamer Gamer. they just play they play the games that they like you know yeah i i and i think that's the way to go i i think we're all equals here in our little little uh little gaming actually it's a big gaming world now but and all these dudes are in such a rush to prove themselves as modern, intelligent minds, you know, that it's almost too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I And I don't know how you guys feel, but I wouldn't feel any – I wouldn't feel like less of a man or less of a gamer if some if a girl beat me in a game. What that, game I, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you guys if you felt the same way because I'm sure I get my ass kicked by girls in Guild Wars too. There's no question about that. Oh yeah. Um, if it's FIFA, I might. What about what about like Battlefield or I'm sure a girl could beat me at that. Okay. But why a girl? Why does that matter? I don't know. Because yeah. I'm an asshole. Well <laughs> never mind. I don't know, Dan. But it's it a, would it's a sort our online philosophy. It doesn't matter who the person on the other end is. The person that you know is the person you're playing against, and that's all that matters. I I have just a pride about FIFA that I just don't. Well, you don't want anyone beating you. I don't, but it'd feel weird for me to lose to a girl. Really? Yeah, it would. I don't know why. I don't have any good reason. At least you're honest I, about it. That's, if I'm anything, I'm honest. Honesty, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You've always told me that, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm almost positive I get my ass whipped by girls in Guild Wars 2. There's no question. I just play that game so much that I don't feel like anybody should beat me. Right. Let yeah. alone a girl who probably doesn't play as much as I do. Right. I don't know. What if she plays more? Then is it okay? Nope. <laughs> I gotta go to the bat. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played this week right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 92 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment. Uh, I'll get us started. I actually played quite a bit this week. I didn't just play Guild Wars like most weeks. Um, I started up Portal, which I got uh, for sale on Steam. Uh, I don't really need to explain what Portal is. Everyone has an idea of what Portal is. Uh, I loved it, actually. It's a really, really awesome game. I think the puzzles are the perfect difficulty um, where you need to like kind of think about what you're doing, but uh, not so hard that I that I couldn't figure out any of them without you know spending a couple minutes with with trial and error and whatnot. So I ended up beating Portal. 
Thank you. Really? Thank you. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't very long. Maybe four or five hours oh. Oh, wow. um, to beat it. Uh, it was really awesome. Really awesome game. Um, I remember when we were going to play Portal 2. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, me either. I got Portal 2 as part of the deal, so I'll be, I'll be playing that one before too. Oh, long. yeah, I have it too, Dan. For, we should play. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> the song at the end of the, the first Portal is awesome. The song that GLaDOS sings to, to the like the main character. Uh, yeah. Really cool, really cool. Um, the whole birth, birthday cake thing is really funny too. Uh, it's a great game great game it was it was well worth the dollar 25 i paid for it obviously sure um, is steel i could probably go back and go through all the puzzles again there's a like a, a, a higher difficulty level and stuff but wasn't necessary I, you know i kind of got the idea i, I didn't want to go play that game for mastery of it i wanted to play it to, to play it and experience it uh still looks really good for it being six or seven years old however old it is the cake is a lie yeah the cake is a lie absolutely um so i played that i played guild wars 2 i only wanted to mention one quick thing there's been a huge influx of douchebags in the game lately oh, nice. um there's a higher incident uh incidents of teabagging and dancing on corpses oh, sweet. and oh, nice. and people calling out other pe- players in the chat i don't know if that's because our servers uh probably moving up to tier one in world versus world or not um but it's, so it's where all the bros play <laughs> well that's where the because that's the that's the top server for for world versus world, so we're we're, we're probably going to move up to that before too long. So I think you know, we're getting really some bandwagoners. What? What bothers you? That the doucher douchers. That that's happening. Oh, I know. But part of what's preventing me from playing Guild Wars two lately is I feel like I am at a disadvantage and I am behind the curve because I haven't played in a while and I'm not going to know exactly all the changes that have been implemented in the last couple months, and people are going to call me out on it. Uh, I don't, No, I don't think so. There's one guy specifically that plays during the day that's just a complete asshole to everybody. <laughs> you run into this guy. Oh, my time. God, like four or five times. I actually complained <laughs> to one of our higher-level commanders about him because he was like he was yelling at new players that were just playing World vs. World for, for the first time. What is he for, saying? For, for not being good enough or whatever, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like. Um, What's his name? Can you say it? It starts with an R. It's a really long name. Did you yell at him for not being good at life? I, I, no, I didn't. I Did didn't. he yell at you? It wasn't specifically at me, no. Because if he yells at you, I'll get on there. I usually, I usually roll by myself, what uh, even in World versus World. But yeah, it's it's frustrating. What um, goes through people's heads? I don't know. And he's such a douchebag. Like I can't even believe how how much of a douchebag he is. Wow. It's it's shocking. And I've played Xbox Live with people. Um, right, on first-person shooters. Yeah, you've played Halo with people online. <laughs> this Corey's, guy, this Corey's guy takes a cake. In. I can only think that he's like a displaced League of Legends player, and that's like the kind of the kind of talk that he's used to doing for other people. Um, such a such a douchebag, Corey. You won't have trouble getting caught up. It's not. It hasn't changed that much. Um, and you know what I love about it, Dan? What? My account is still active. Oh yeah, you can pop in anytime you like. Without having to pay a dime. Yeah, I still play for an hour or two every night. Um, sometimes three. <laughs> sometimes and, and four or five. Is this person in World vs. World? Yeah, it's only during the day, though. It's like late morning, probably. He's a day player. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. I'll, I'll write down his name next time I, I come across him. And tweet I actually, I actually avoid him. Afraid. What? I'm giving him what for. I'm not afraid. Well, he was. he's in a really big World vs. World guild, too. Of course and he is. That's I, why he's being a tough guy. Yeah. 
Um, but like they they don't allow that sort of thing, so I don't oh. know why he's able to get away with it. But so, I, yeah, I feel like as a whole, the Guild Wars Two community is pretty uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, but there has been more more douchebags lately. But I think that's because we're we're a winning server and we're moving up to tier one pretty soon. I think we're getting the getting the people that want to win from lower tiers. So wait, that's the top to yeah. highest tier. Yeah. Who's in the so, highest tier? I don't know. I don't know. Black, black, right? Yeah, we're we're the top server in tier two. We're in fourth place. Does that mean we're gonna get our butts kicked in tier one? I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna do. We're kicking everybody's ass in tier two, though. This is unknown to me. Yeah. It's uh, the score is two hundred fifty-seven thousand, which is what we have, and the next closest is for Aspenwood at one hundred sixty-one thousand. For Asfort or Asfort, as they call, they're called. I feel like every time you bring up World versus World, they're always involved. Well, like we've rivals? been playing the we've been playing the same servers for like two months. That'd be why yeah, this is BS. We're ready to move on. Is Yax Ben the other one? No, they're they got moved down. <laughs> I think they're in tier three, noobs, or tier four. Well, I mean, I said from the start that <laughs> it is beneficial to us to be the unofficial role playing server because you get a certain top kind of gamer that comes in just for that server. Yeah, and I feel like that kind of gamer is supportive of the player versus player demo i don't know the there's a lot of complaint amongst the world versus world players that the role the role player specific players don't do anything but role play but i've seen i've <laughs> seen fuck man <laughs> that's silly well you know what and the it sounds silly but the role players like some of the scripts they write scripts and shit like it's pretty hardcore and it's one of them works where i work i'm sure i'm sure but i know who it is it's kind of cool to watch like i don't know i've never really seen that in any other mmorpg other than little bits but there's kind of a lot of it on on our server because it's an unofficial role-playing server it's it's kind of cool because you'll go in this random area where no one else is, and there's these people having a conversation about some event that happened, and all you know, every like, it's crazy. Now you mentioned that I've noticed that in some places. Well, that's because our server is unofficial uh, role playing server. That's crazy. But anyway, I didn't want to get too into Guild Wars, but yeah, the the douchebags have got to go. I really do not like that because it's only recently that I've come across it. So. Yeah, just stop being a douchebag on the internet. There's no reason. Like, it doesn't make you any cooler. No. Um, and one of the things that's really annoying is like you'll, because I roll by myself usually. I, I it, it's called roaming, and uh, you know, I'll get steamrolled by like a ten person mini zerg or whatever, and then you know the people dance on your corpse. It's like nice job. It was ten versus one. Like, what? Why? Why are you? What are you proud of? You know, and I actually like would hold out for a little while. Uh, longer than one person should against ten, and you're impressed with your ability to your ten versus one ability. And I, you know, nice job. I'm glad, yeah. they, I'm glad they did it. Good for them. Congrats, <laughs> fellas. You guys taken out at once. Three, yeah. you, you finished off three dudes. What? Have you finished off three on one? Have you? No, I have done a couple of successful two on ones though. Yeah. Um, Which I'm, is I, very impressive. I'm I'm getting better at. Uh, at just being by myself and doing two like th- sometimes i can kill one person if it's a three-on-one um but you know they they just get revived as soon as i get killed so but I, that's what i'm working on i'm trying to get better at one versus two one versus three i try to seek those matchups out 
challenge. Yeah, exactly. Trying to make myself a better in, uh, individual player. Uh, I join Zergs too occasionally. It's it's fun to get all the loot bags. But I didn't want to talk about Guild Wars this whole segment. Uh, moving on, Star Wars Battlefront 2. This is actually initially what our episode was going to be about this <laughs> week. Um, me, Eric, and Will were all going to play it together. Will couldn't get his internet working last night, so it just ended up being oh, me so and Eric Oh, so you couldn't playing. play your Xbox 720 either. Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I that never even crossed my crossed my mind. Good thought. Good um, so yeah, me and Eric played. I had played a little earlier in the week, so I had had some experience, um, which gave me the initial advantage. However, towards the end of our playing, uh, Eric's first person shooter prowess started to show, and <laughs> you started to kick some ass on my shitty laptop. I felt like, uh, not to sound cocky, if I had like a gaming computer desktop with all the shit, I could probably have done Do a lot really better. well, but. Yeah. It was hard to control on my laptop, and I was using my couch cushion as a mouse pad, mm-hmm. so it was a little jumpy. But yeah, uh, Dan was kicking my ass at the beginning, um, but yeah, I started to get a feel for it, and I started to play a lot better. Yeah, um, the capturing. last match, the last matchup that we had was really close. It was like the the last few actually were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We on were that down huge we were, map. We were down to one versus one at the end. Yeah, that was on that huge ass map. Yeah. Okay. I don't Can I know. Just say- Go ahead, Corey. Uh, interestingly, I just challenged two dudes. I took them both down. We were all down, and they finished me off as I was down. Oh, I hate that. Uh, that happens yeah, to that me occasionally, sucks. too. Because once you're down, if you have two people down around you, they're going to win. Yeah. What uh, What classes were they? Uh, I have no idea. What but I, I spanked them until we were all down. Nice. What What do you have trouble with? What do you mean? And when you do player versus player. Do have, what do I have trouble with? Yeah, do you have trouble with a specific class? Specific class? Um, no, it's like the, the, I mean, I've got thieves figured out, which are kind of, used to be a big deal, but I've realized, like, as long as I don't let them get close to me, I can spank them pretty easily. Yeah. Same with warriors. Warriors are easy if you can keep them away from you. Yeah. It's like the mesmers and elementalists that are, it's just, like, confusing. I have trouble with mesmers because they clone themselves so much. And then thieves are hard, like... If they keep going in viz, like if you can get a hold on a, a thief and get a couple good hits on them, they're going to go down pretty easy. Yeah. But anyway, nice job, Corey. Uh, Battlefront. So yeah, Eric's 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 first person shooter prowess definitely showed through. Um, Thoughts yeah. on the game? Um, it's a cool game. The it's graphics fun. are lousy, yeah, as they you are. might expect. <laughs> they are pretty um, lousy. I did like the game, though. It's it's a fun game. I don't know yeah. if I'll ever play it again unless you guys want to for shits and giggles. But um, I really enjoyed using the Jedis mm-hmm. as your special guy. And wiping people out. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I was doing some damage with uh, Pilot Luke on the Hoth yeah. map. Yeah. yeah. Every Like, I would just get going and, you know, get my character set up. And then I, got, I would get killed by Erica's <laughs> Pilot Luke. <laughs> he killed me like 10 times that game yeah after i figured out you know what i was doing and whatnot but uh yeah at first dan came across i saw you as yoda yeah in the first map and i was yeah. like what the fuck how did he get yoda i didn't see anything but a bunch of scrub guys you yeah. know but it's pretty cool um i used the wookie i liked as a starter class with for the, the bowcaster yeah i liked the wookie a lot i actually ended up sniping mm-hmm. more than anything else mm-hmm. Um, that last map we did, I did a lot of sniping. Yeah, you picked me off a couple of times. Um, Boba Fett, I I did pretty well with. Um, but I I think my favorite map was probably the Hoth map. Hoth, yeah, I had trouble with Hoth. Yeah, 
That was really probably good. my favorite one. Hoth, for whatever reason, has always been one of my favorite things about Star Wars. Yeah, Hoth was cool. The Endor map was cool mm-hmm. with all the little uh, Ewoks yep. running around. I was yeah. I enjoyed picking them off and my sniper rifle. <laughs> and the ats were awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one I had a lot of success playing is Han Solo. Han Solo yeah. kicked some ass. You did. You picked me off quite a few times. I had six, 60 kills that last yeah. that last uh, map that we yeah. played. The did AI, you? yeah, yeah, just me and Eric. The AI was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I mean, they would just run around and not do anything or get was, right in the way of your shot. It was absolutely awful. Yeah, I AI. killed a lot of my own guys because they walked in front of me yeah. when I was shooting. I, even the other team, though, like I, I should have gotten killed so many more times. And yeah, they just don't shoot you. They just walk by you and look yeah, at you with their run, gun and then yeah, exactly. just stare at you. Like completely miss you when they're standing <laughs> right next to you. It's just like, well, all right, I guess. But, it, but Eric mentioned, and this is a good point, like right now is a good time for Star Wars Battlefront 3 with oh. all the Star Wars that's been in the news lately. It could be so good. Yeah, exactly. If they redid it, it would be. It would be in the news right now if LucasArts didn't get shuttered. Right. Exactly, or the, at the very least, it would be the first assault. Was it what it was called? Yeah, it would be out. That would be no, out right it was now. The other one. It was uh, first. No, shit. First assault would be out right now. Yeah, it's first assault. No, first assault was the fighting game. No, no, first assault That's was the Star the, Wars shooter. It's the infantry only shooter. It was supposed to be an arcade game. It was. It was version version two. That was the. That's the Battlefront three. Right. Yeah, Isn't for, that what we're talking about. Yeah, but Dan said first assault would be out right now. That's oh, like yeah, that's yeah. like the Call of Duty more. Yeah, mm-hmm. Battlefront was the version two. two. Yeah, yeah. I think a new Battlefront would be perfect right now. I agree oh, with that. It'd be great. But you, like you said, like you said, we had a lot of fun with it. It's rough around the edges. <laughs> I d- doesn't hold up super well. No, I but would it, say it, not. It I, was fun for a little while. I sent Dan a text. I said, "Boy, gonna be tough to squeeze an episode out of this one, Dan." So, so we decided to scrap <laughs> yeah. it at the last. It minute. was best to scrap it for sure. Because um, uh, we talked about it for like five minutes and we're done already. You yeah. didn't want five. This really pissed me off, you guys. Why? That we scrapped it. That we scrapped it. Why did that piss you off, Corey? Grow up. <laughs> well, I proved Corey wrong for once. So anyway, I played that. Uh, the last game I played was Don't Starve, uh, the indie game that came out on Tuesday, I believe. Doesn't hold up. Tuesday. Doesn't hold up at all. <laughs> it's a sandbox survival game from Clay Entertainment. Uh, don't Starve drops you off in the world. Some guy says, you don't look so good. You better find something to eat before nightfall. And then you just go. It just leaves you. doesn't tell you how to do anything. All right. Um, graphics are amazing. Because that's the first thing I noticed about the game was how awesome the, the graphics style. were. Yeah, immediately after you get dropped off and your guy kind of what like wakes up, you just start walking around and, and gathering resources. Um, like I said, it doesn't tell you anything. There's three icons in the upper right. There's stomach for hunger, uh, heart for health, and then brain for sanity. So you have to, you know, your goal is obviously to keep those meters up. But, you, you know, you figure that out eventually. Um yeah, after that, you basically gather resources, explore, craft tools, um, and, and you got to basically survive to figure out how to escape from your situation. Uh, that's all I can tell you at this point. I've never made it past, like, seven days uh, in the game. I don't know. Like, I, I'm excited to figure out, like, what the story behind the game is because there's a lot of, like, crazy things that, that are going on in the game that you're just like, what, what the hell is that? Like, you'll, be, you'll, you'll think you have the game kind of figured out, and you come across something else that, that blows your mind, and you're like, what... So what attacks you? There, well, 
you have to keep like at night you have to have a fire around you or else you get killed by by the dark it's basically oh. pitch black if you don't have a fire okay. um, but there's also a number of other things that that attack you any like a lot of different animals there's like there's like pig people that are walking around there's spiders there's frogs that attack you there's these tall long-legged things that look like one of the monsters from monsters inc okay. um with really long legs um there was one there was one thing i came across that i didn't know what it was and i just ran away from it as soon as i saw it because i figured it would kill me <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the, there's a lot of recipes that you use to build like tools and weapons and stuff. Um, I haven't probably even made half the stuff that you could make. Okay. Uh, but another good thing that the game does is, is every time you play through it, every subsequent playthrough, you kind of learn a little bit more like, uh, this last playthrough that I just, did, I learned how to trap rabbits for food so I could keep my food supply going a little bit longer because I learned something else. Cool. Um, and that's, what's really cool about the game. Uh, so far, I really love it. Uh, it's well worth the what twelve dollars. Right now, it's thirteen fifty. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a. It's a great game. Um, graphically, it's amazing. It's very mysterious at this point. Still, you can unlock more characters by by uh, playing the game, and and I think I've unlocked two or three different new characters that have different abilities than the starter guy, whose name is Wilson. I believe is this the starter character. I'm watching gameplay right now. Yeah, it's, I gotta find a way to get this. It's it's amazing. Uh, I really really love it. It's it's well worth the thirteen dollars that I spent on it. Like I said, I wish I could give you more of what you're supposed to do, but I don't know myself. I'm figuring that out now. the The best I did is I had two of the kind of the the machines that you use to build stuff, and I had like half of a, a wall around my little campfire that I had. Um, and I made it like seven or eight days before I, before I, fi- I got killed by spiders, I think. Um, don't expect to be able to beat it on your first playthrough either. You're going to die probably a lot also, but, uh, reading some people's like thoughts on the game, there's some really cool stuff that you can end up doing with the game that blew my mind when I first hmm. saw. My so, steam's being a piece of shit right now. Yeah. It's uh really great, really great. Yeah. Nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, it looks, it looks sweet. Yeah, that's all I played this week. Cool. Will, you want to go? Yeah, the only thing that I played was Deus Ex Human Revolution. I'm, pro- I'm 10 hours into the game now. I played it, I think, for 7 or 8 hours on Sunday. Um, and I got to, basically, they got to the point where you go to China for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much all I can really say about it without spoiling it, because I want you guys to all to play and yeah, beat it. I'll get it. Before get I, to it pretty soon. Before, before we talk about it more in depthly, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, other than that, I don't think I played anything else. I got Tomb Raider from a friend. I haven't even played that yet. It's been busy this week. Well, you got sports and stuff, so yeah, you don't have as much time right now. Yep. Okay. But that's what I played. Excellent. Corey, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'll go ahead. What do you got? Um, I'm in uh, enemy territory in Guild Wars right now. Oh, Does that count? Be careful. Yeah. You're playing Guild Wars right now. Let's talk so I'm attacking Wars. this bitch, and I'm finishing her off, and then I'm going to hide. Nice work. Well, you have experience with structured PvP, which translates pretty well to World it, versus it World. So Nimble does. Quest. If uh, if you're playing Guild Wars, I definitely recommend. I, I improved so much uh, in World versus World just by playing the structured PvP because I learned how to take my character and win one-on-one, which uh-huh. is huge. How does, um, how does structured work? I don't even know. 
It's it's totally separate from the rest of the game. Like you can go into structured PvP and everything is different. And you start off at uh, level one, but like all your equipment is the same as everyone else you're playing against. So it's even. It's it's how you have your build that matters, and yeah, it, yeah. It, it's basically capturing point different points. Okay. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, but anyway, it's I played a lot of Nimble Quest, which is our from our old buddies, the uh, the Nimble Squad uh-huh. um, of Pocket Planes and uh, Tiny Tower. Uh, Tiny, Tiny Tower. Yeah. They were the inspiration behind our Nibble Bits segment. Mm-hmm. Um, did any of you guys play Nimble Quest? Will I know you downloaded? I it. downloaded. Eric, I think it. you downloaded. I it. forgot. Yeah, but... I didn't play it. I did okay. download it. It's waiting. All right, so the main the main thrust behind the game is the idea of snake. Do you guys remember snake? Yes. Yep. Where, you know, you're this snake and you keep moving around and as you go, you pick up other bits of your snake and it gets longer and longer. And you have to avoid the walls and you have to avoid enemies because if you hit them, you'll get blown up and your snake will die. Um, but instead of picking up things to make your snake longer, you're picking up different characters in Every there's I haven't gotten through all the maps, but there's a certain number of maps, and every map you get to unlocks a new character. And I think I've gotten through like maybe half the maps. Um, there's probably like 15 characters. I may have like eight or nine. And the way it works is it's it's kind of like an adventure title. So you're moving. You start off with your one character, and you choose your character. I chose Meridian, who's the archer. Um, and each character has its own abilities. So my archer would shoot enemies as I walked around this map, moving like a snake. You, you swipe across the screen to move your, your snake in, in any certain direction. Um, and you pick up heroes, you pick up items. Uh, certain items do certain things. There's the potion that restores your health. There's uh, a weaponry that improves your attack speed. There's a shield, which obviously gives you more defense. There's an ice thing that freezes all your enemies. Um, so you're just moving around this this battlefield in in a snake kind of fashion uh increasing the size of your snake and destroying enemies along the way it is free to play um but if you're not willing to spend any money on it you're going to spend a lot of time grinding i got to five maps in maybe which got me to the first castle uh is the name of the level and i can't beat it um Throughout every playthrough, you're on you're earning gems, and you can use those gems to upgrade your characters. So it takes a thousand gems to upgrade your characters one level, and all the characters available to me are upgraded one level at this point. And I'm just trying to get through to keep unlocking characters, which will give me more gems, which will allow me to level them up. Um, so it's very grindy unless you're willing to spend some money on it. I'm I'm not. I don't I don't like to spend money on free to play games because I I just like to get the most out of them and then kind of abandon them. Uh-huh. Um, Eric and Will. It's kind of hard. I haven't played it. Texting away. Are you guys playing right now? I'm, oh, pl- no. I'm playing right now. Yeah. I'm dicking around with an app somebody told me about today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm having a hard time, Corey. I heard you say that it's a grind and that turned me right off. <laughs> it's a if you're not willing to spend any money i'm not uh, i'm not but i am gonna I, try it i wouldn't be either it, it, it is a really good game and it's a lot of fun i'm gonna uh, download it even if, even if it's free to play and you play it like 10 times whatever just free to play play it 10 times then delete it if you don't want to keep going with it oh yeah um sorry no no I'm, I'm gonna play it for sure yeah I, I definitely recommend it it's not uh it's a good game and it takes 
I don't, I, are there any other snake? You know, I just remembered why I didn't play it this week. Not that I know of. Usually when I play my phone games, it's when I'm at work late. I've been training the new girl, so I haven't been by myself late. That's why I haven't Uh, got to play it yet. uh, This week for sure. So anyway, that's Nimble Quest. Uh, I played it on iOS. I assume it's available on Android. It is. Yeah, I'm playing right now. I was going to say, I'm downloading it right now. Yeah, it's a really good game. I, I highly recommend it. Um, like I said, if you're not going to spend any money, you're going to do a lot of grinding to really get through the game, but uh, that's fine. It's a, it's a good enough game. Mm-hmm. Another game I played is The Darkness 2. Eric, did you play The Darkness, or was it Darksiders? Uh, I tried The Darkness 2 demo. I okay. played Darksiders. I get okay, those so confused, but go ahead. I get them confused all the time, and it wasn't until I played The Darkness Come 2 on. that I really separated the two um it is a first person shooter slash rpg there's some rpg elements in there um the most interesting i'm not going to get into the game because it's another it's another shooter for the most part you're a member of the mob but the most interesting part of the game is that there is this demon that is sort of controlling you and early off in the game i didn't play the first one so i can't speak of the first one but early off in the second one you're about to die, and the only way to survive is to let this demon sort of consume you and take over and, and let it manifest itself in the real world. So you let that happen, and when that happens, you grow two, like, gross demon tentacles off yeah. your side. They're like snakes almost. Snake They're eel like, tentacles. Yeah, snake eel tentacles. So it's a first-person shooter. You can dual wield. Um, so right away, you've got your two guns, which are you controlled by your triggers and then you also have these eels which are controlled by your bumpers so that's the most interesting part to me because you're used to playing these shooters that have a very uh determined set of controls that you're everybody's familiar with but what the darkness does is it throws in these extra set of controls which are your demons over your shoulders and you can always see them um and the left bumper is like a lunge attack with one of your demons and you can, if if an enemy is, uh, if you shoot them or throw something at them and they're distracted, you can lunge at them with your left tentacle and you grab it and you can do an execution attack, which is all sorts of gross. Yeah, uh, very gory. Yeah. You, you can do like what's called a wishbone and you like grab their legs and spread their legs uh, so their whole body splits apart. Uh, that's gross. Nice. One of Will's favorite moves. <laughs> and the right tentacle is more of like a, a whip attack. Um Sorry, I had to cough. Um, so it's 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 a lot of that. It's a lot of it's a lot of violent, demony stuff. Uh, I like that it is. I'm not sure if it's based on a comic or if it it's born out of a comic, but it has a lot of comic book feel to it. A lot of the over the top, kind of gratuitous, noir sort of demon action, um, which is fascinating. I I played it for a couple hours. I really have no desire to go back and play it. I got it with too um, violent. I was gonna say. Yeah, I got it with what? Are, what game did I get? It Spec with? Ops. Spec Ops, the line for like four bucks, um, and I couldn't not not try it. So I tried it. I, like I said, though, I honestly have no desire to go back and play it. To me, it's just another one of those games. Uh, but it, it does it does do something really interesting with the whole like the triggers are your guns and the bumpers are your tentacles. Which uh-huh. is, it's fun and kind of cool. Yep. I completely agree with Corey's assessment. Uh, I played it. It was cool. I could see why somebody would like it, but 60 bucks, it wasn't worth it. I'd say 
the 30 price range maybe 30 bucks maybe 20 it would appeal to someone who's like a big shooter fan yeah probably. violent yep. you know, gory like horror stuff yeah 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 not for me I, I might go back and play i don't know it's kind of a short game i think it's only like five or six hours i'm <laughs> already two hours in like i don't know we'll see uh, but it did do something cool right at the start. It did the previously on the darkness. So if you didn't play the first one, you get a a, a story uh, story bit. Which I love it when games do that. By the way, I do too because not everybody has time to play all these fucking games. Right? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> you don't. So that was the darkness too. The other game I played and I beat. Hey! hey! What was the it? Witcher. Oh, the you Witcher. did. I did it, guys. Good I did job. It. I, was, I could not stop playing The Witcher, and I think it moved into one of my top five games. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I loved it that much. I couldn't stop playing it, and once I beat it, I was like, I had no desire to play anything else. The last two days, I've just like been, when I get home from work, normally I jump right into games, but I've just sort of been like laying around, like, I don't want to start anything Depressed. else. Yeah. Uh it is that awesome, and in 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 separates the game by chapters, and every chapter is sort of different. So, like the first chapter kind of introduces you to the game and gives you like an easy, easy kind of walk through through everything. The second chapter is a little more intense. Um, the third chapter moves into like the city of Vizima, and that's when the politicking starts and all this crazy stuff happens. And then the fourth chapter, they teleport you out of the city into like the countryside, and you're doing all this crazy stuff like. On a smaller scale, which which feels awesome because you're used to doing this big city stuff. And then they, in the fifth chapter, they bring you back to the city and it's all burnt and this war is going on and you're doing a bunch of combat. And then there's an epilogue. It's it's great. I love it. Um, I just wanted to give a brief sort of synopsis on one of the quests that I did just so people can kind of understand the game a little bit more because I feel like I talked about it a lot, but I never really gave a specific example of why I love it so much. So... This is in the third chapter. I'm in the city of Vizima, which is the city that the game revolves around. Um, and I'm in the tavern, hanging out. Uh, the tavern is big for fist fights. You can do a lot of fist fights for... There's a fight club. Yeah, it's essentially a fight club um, in the tavern. So I'm doing that. Uh, I do that, and I'm hanging out with my buddy Dandelion, who's a bard. He wants to get drunk, so I buy some booze for me and Dandelion. We do we do drink for drink. Um I can hold my alcohol a little bit better than Dandelion. That's neither here nor there. Um, alcohol is a big part of the game because the more you drink, the more with other characters, the more they open up to you and they'll give you quest information. Um, so so me and Dandelion got drunk for whatever reason. I don't remember why. He's a minstrel. Um, I had to get his loot from this woman in another quest. Totally different story. But anyway, there's this knight in the tavern with me and he's like, hey, I'm looking for my sister. She she disappeared. I think I think there's a problem. And I'm like, oh, what does your sister look like? And he's like, oh, she's this blue-eyed so-and-so. And I'm like, you know what? I was at the whorehouse not an hour ago. <laughs> and there was a woman there that matched your description perfectly. And he's like, you're full of shit. Uh, I don't believe it. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, my sister had a scar here, here, and here. And I was like, okay. All right, so your sister is this blue-eyed chick with a scar. Fair enough. Um, in in the process of doing a separate quest, this is what I mean by like the interconnectivity between quests. In the process of doing a separate quest, 
I got a ring, which got me half off at this whorehouse that I thought this, this woman was at. So I got this ring, I went back to the whorehouse, and I talked to this chick, and I was like, hey, you know, what, what do you say you and I have a little bit of fun together? And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, so we end up hooking up, and after we hook up, I notice that she has this scar, which is very similar to vampire bite marks. Um, it turns out she is a vampire, and this whole whorehouse is run by vampires. So I go to confront the 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 vampire mistress of this place and she's like yeah yeah we're vampires so what like are you gonna kill us all you're a witcher you kill monsters are you gonna kill us all we're not bothering anybody we're just giving people what they want and and they're like i'll tell you what if (laughs) if if we'll, we'll 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 give you sex if you just let us go and i was like I didn't want to do it, but my roommate, Jared, was also in the room with me, and he's like, you should do it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Jared, probably, Jared was right. I probably would have done it, too. I was like, all right, fair enough. I'll have I'll have sex. And she's like, okay. And she, she brings herself and, and two of her lady vampires, and we have a uh, menage a four, if you will. Ooh. That ends. And uh, when that ends, the, the knight that originally hired me to help discover the the location of his sister comes in and he's like what the hell's the matter with you and it turns into this big fight and I have to choose a side I have to decide whether I want to defend the vampire whores or this knight who sent me out on this quest to find his sister and I'm like listen I don't want any part of this and the vampires get pissed at me they're like you told us if we made love to you you would not bother us you you would be on our side and I was like I'm sorry and they're like no fuck you so the vampires start attacking me the knight starts attacking me with all his knight buddies and it, it i'm by myself in this whorehouse fighting vampires and knights i end up having to kill them all i do the 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 original girl that i was sent to find is super pissed at me she says she never wants to hear from me again i say i'm sorry she doesn't care that's the end of the quest i didn't achieve anything everybody hates me which is why The Witcher is great. It's why The Witcher is in my top five games of all time. It was fantastic. Yeah. I felt that way about two. I had so many choices along the way. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That, that yeah, okay. That that explains it pretty, pretty damn well. Some Summation of, uh, of the game? I don't know. Yeah, nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, like I said, I did beat it. The ending is is pretty great. Um, it sets you up for The Witcher two really well. The ending cinematic is awesome. See, I gotta play through the first one. I I have to. That's what I'm gonna do before I play the second one. I had the second one. Okay. Michael in our our feedback said that you know he played through the first one or the second one, and then he decided to go back and play through the first one, and he really loves it. And yeah. Right there with him. I like I said, I, I I played through the first the yeah the first one and relatively short period of time a couple weeks really um i think it's like a 40 hour game or something like that yeah it's fairly long it is it is fairly long but i i absolutely love it and i'm looking forward to playing the second one because it pretty much continues the story and i'm sure the third one just keeps it going so yeah cheers to the witcher in in poland and cd project red hell yeah yeah i agree okay so thanks for that, Corey. Anything else? 
still playing through Final Fantasy Dimensions. Oh, still going. 50 hours on that puppy. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? I know you got um, a couple things you played. Well, I already talked about Thomas was alone. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I played was Dead Island Riptide, which I had absolutely no interest in playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked in the red box at work today on my way out, and there it was. And I was like, well, shit, you know, I got an hour or two to kill, so I'll grab it and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a fan of Dead Island, the right. first one. Right. And I wasn't sure if any of us were going to plan on trying this one at all so i was at some point okay it's only 40 bucks right yeah as yeah. a new game yeah it's cheap um it's not getting good reviews no at all mixed ign best. gave it a seven i think GameSpot gave it a four 40 really yeah Destructoid 40. gave it like a five and kotaku said no yeah so it's not getting good reviews um i played it for about an hour and a half um I don't know why it's getting such terrible reviews. It's not that bad, I didn't average. think. Yeah, it's an average game. Like, I, I, mean, I know they said that they were mad that they still made the same mistakes they did in the first one. Do you yeah. know what they said the mistakes were? Unbalanced, buggy. I don't forgot, know. forgot some of the others. I, I mean, I reviewed the first one, and I thought the first area was awesome. If it had ended at the first area uh-huh. on the on, at the resort, and not, yeah. it would have been awesome. But the city part of it sucked and then the jungle part of it sucked yeah. um if it had just been at the first part it would have been an awesome game but i think those two parts okay. parts kind of ruined ruined, ruined dead island this starts with the characters from the last game flying on a helicopter and landing on like a naval boat yeah and then everybody gets infected on the boat um mm. and you sounds like crabs yeah you have to fight you know fight your way through the boat and whatnot and the boat crashes and you end up on back on an island uh-huh. and and the scenery is really good, like it was in the first one. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just more of the same. You're just beating up zombies with pipes and, and whatnot. Ma- fabricating your own weapons. Yeah, there's that in it. Uh, I don't know. I know water plays a big part of it in this one. So the last one, and like there's floods that happen, and there's uh, actual like weather change, and it turns to night and stuff like that. It did oh, rain. kind of cool. It did definitely rain in it. I, I did see that in the gameplay. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I, I pro- I'm probably going to get it at some point. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I for me right now, like I said, I didn't like the first one, so I didn't expect to like the second one. It's average to me. It's yeah. just an average game. Um, cool idea still. I thought the second one would be much better. I think I remember saying that I didn't like Dead Island, but I feel like they could make it good, a cool franchise. Yeah. yeah. It's almost, I've what I've heard from it is that it's not a second. No. It's like an add-on to the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure, and... Maybe that's why it's getting shitty reviews. It didn't really do much. Right. Differently, it seems like to me. It's not... I would say don't don't buy it. Even at 40 bucks, it's right. probably... Unless you absolutely loved the first game. Yeah. And I did really Ex- like the and first And if you game. did buy the, get the first one, you're going to get it more... It's more of the same. Yeah. Basically. It is more of the same. It seems like to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And to be honest, I really did like the first one. That's why I was... I know you did. I was probably going to get the I, I'll probably play it again a little bit tomorrow before I return it. Um, Saturday. Just because I have it, mm-hmm. but oh, I played more Bioshock. I should say. Um, I told Dan I just. I can probably say. Yeah. It's been out for a while. Yeah. I killed Andrew Ryan and found out the big twist in the story. Um, Pretty neat, huh? Yeah, it is. That's a great game. Yeah. I really like it. Um, just a. 
It's hard. Yeah. I haven't played a game yeah. that challenged me like that in a while where I was dying a lot and getting real pissed off. I told Dan I had to quit playing because I was getting so frustrated. That's surprising, Eric. <laughs> Big daddies are a bastard. Uh, Corey's drunk, and I want to fight him right this second. Considering your intelligence. Oh, boy. Big daddies are a bastard, aren't they? The big daddies are a bastard, and, and it sucked in the one level there where you had to kill a bunch of them to get all the parts. Oh, yeah. Man, what a bitch that was. Um, yeah, but I don't have any health. I have no no health kits. I got no Evo. I got nothing. I got no ammunition right now. No money. No money. If it were an EA game, you could just buy yourself some health kits. I'm sure, I couldn't figure that out. I'm too stupid to buy anything. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are pretty stupid. But yeah, no, it's a great game, and I really like it. I'm looking forward to the next ones. Mm. I God, I want to skip the second one to play Infinite so bad. Just because Skip it. Yeah. yeah. You come back to it, play Infinite, and then come back to Bioshock. Would it make any difference in the story? No, you don't need to skip it. You don't need to play if you play the first one. You don't need to play the first one to play no. Infinite, oh, okay. but... It'll give you a little context. But, to the but Bioshock things. is one of the games that I think people who have an Xbox should play. Yeah, at least try. I would. I would play I've, Infinite and then I've go back heard to two. Pretty. Um, Next. No, yeah, I haven't heard great things about Bioshock Two from everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Except people, for me, I liked it too. Okay, a lot. well, people uh, seem to like Bioshock a lot, and then Bioshock Two was like, eh, you know, it's good. More of the same. Yeah. You've Eric, you've already played the first Bioshock enough to enjoy Bioshock Infinite yeah. to its fullest. Extent. I would I would go to Infinite first too. Do you still have it, Will? I let a friend borrow it. Okay. So I'll have to purchase it. Okay. I could try and get it. Oh whatever. You still gotta finish Bioshock. Yeah, I mean well, I'll you're, you're close. I'll probably finish that well, I will finish that this week and then, get, get your round of applause next week. Yeah, and I'll probably end up playing some of my, like I said, some of my indie games instead of jumping into another longer game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got Last of Us is probably the next one I'm going to, well, Bioshock Infinite and then Last of Us will be the next one I buy. I could not find Injustice in Redbox. I searched for it. It's not, I don't know if they're not going to put it or they just haven't yet. I forgot. I did play like an hour of that. And? Mm. Um, I liked it because I liked the I liked Mortal Kombat. So this one I really like, you know, the DC mm-hmm. comic uh, characters. So I had some fun with it. I mean, not a whole lot to really say about it because it's uh, basically Mortal Fighting Kombat, game. but the DC. A lot of the, there's some cool uh, stuff with the stages. Like you could like kick somebody off the map and they'd go flying down. They'd like hit random objects and you'd go to a whole nother part of the like stage, which yeah. is kind of, that stuff's kind of cool. I always like that. Some of the specials is pretty cool. Like, um, I can't remember any of them right now. Aqua, like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He like floods the stage and like, the character gets this is the only one I can remember gets attacked by like sharks and stuff and gets like chewed up by it. It's pretty cool. Some of the uh, some of them have really cool uh, specials. I'm really tired, so I'm trying my best <laughs> it's here. Late. It, it's, it's late, but yeah, I, I'm gonna try and play it again. Talk okay. more about it. Excellent. Yeah, right. so that that's that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, let's let's call it an episode here, folks. Right, Corey, you got anything else you want to chime in with? Um, Are you playing Guild Wars still? Let's hear a little Guild Wars. No, I kind of hid in the corner after I killed those homies. Okay. I could talk more Guild Wars, but I'm not going to. Uh, our Facebook page oh, is... Oh, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, my, I, I, I mentioned that uh, 
It was the free Guild Wars 2 weekend. Oh, yeah. And my buddy is going to play. He played a little bit on Sunday night uh, without me. I forget what I was doing. Might have been watching a hockey game or something. I don't know. I didn't play. But uh, he really pissed me off because he texted me and said, I don't know why anybody would want to play this over World of Warcraft. <laughs> At this point? Really? Was this somebody I know? Yeah. Can you say a name? We'll He's say, a big we'll... Buffalo fan. Buffalo Sabres? Buffalo sports in general. Who is this person? Being from Buffalo. He doesn't like the Bills. He's a Giants he, fan. He says he doesn't like the Bills. Well, but, I mean, he's uh... pretty convincing that he likes the Giants. Which breaks my heart that he's from Buffalo. Well, I mean, if, yeah, it's easy to like the Giants because they got a couple super recent Super Bowls well, under the yeah, Bills. Yeah, exa- and that's another reason that I, I think that's a lack of character on his part. I'm with you 100%. <laughs> Good guy though. Yeah, great guy. Uh yeah, that I and I texted him, he texted me that and I'm like, "You know what? I really hate that you just said that." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I know you do." And I was <laughs> like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> See, the, fe- the I feel like I might get that same feeling if I play it, but if I do get a new computer, I'll at least try it. I don't know how you could at this point pick World of Warcraft over over Guild Wars because um, and, and you know, and all, all critic critically, like it was, it was compared apples to or, you know, apples to apples, Guild Wars to World of Warcraft, and everyone said going back to World of Warcraft after playing uh, Guild Wars, it felt it felt old. Yeah. So uh, there's more, way more content in World of Warcraft, but it's been out for eight Ages. years or nine, eight, eight years. I don't know, however long. I don't yeah. know. But, but I said, like, I, I kind of get it, because if you're just booting it up and just playing a little bit through the newbie zones and stuff, it feels like an MMO you've played a hundred times. Yeah, it doesn't it, get it awesome. Me, no, it took me, like, I, I played it initially, initially like, that first month, and I was like, eh, whatever. And it wasn't until I came back and played it through the higher levels and kind of realized all the things that made it great yeah. don't come until a little bit later on. Like, the... the um active quests where like you you don't need to pick up quests anywhere it's just wherever you go quests will pop up in your feed and you complete them and then you don't necessarily have to return them you can um and and it's just that and in the fact that you can work together with people on quests that are just in the area all at once like a huge monster will pop up and it'll tell everybody in your area like destroy this monster to to complete this quest and earn the reward and everybody just kind of joins together without actually having to join a party yeah i still say the game doesn't get really good until you hit level 80 and then you start doing end game even though like compared to other games there's not as much end game content but that's when i started doing world versus yeah. world and structured pvp and dungeons and all that I stuff don't, so i don't even feel like you need to hit level 80 though you just no. need to be told that this stuff exists yeah. to really latch onto it because the game itself doesn't it doesn't direct you towards that stuff at no. all no it doesn't i agree i mean i would try it regardless just because i know Dan would play. All I'm the always time on it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you got buddies that are playing it, I'm interested for sure. And just and then the thing is, is it makes it so easy. Me and Dan, Eric, if you booted it up for the first time and got to level three or whatever and was questing through your newbie zone, me and Dan could join you in your zone and it would automatically lower our level to be comparable to you, and we would just have a great time questing through your newbie zone. Or sure. we could take you into world versus world, and you would be level eighty. I could do this too, Eric. I got ignored. <laughs> 
or into PvP. We could they didn't want to confuse me. Well, and we'd have a team, and we could discuss strategy and stuff like that, and we'd be we'd all be on the same level. Well, when yeah. you talk about seeding castles, it gets gets a little chubby. Oh, the world versus world. Yeah. I, I have a huge. That's all I do anymore, and I get a huge hard on for it. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So. Uh, moving on, Facebook.com slash athletes is our Facebook page, Twitter.com slash athletes or at T, capital T, capital S, athletes is our Twitter feed. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. I posted my most recent watch out for. It's on the, the indie platformer and, uh, which looks really awesome, so check that out. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 607-527-0547 or email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com uh, if you want to help out the podcast we have uh, a donations tab now which is a new thing or you can if you're going to be ordering anything from amazon uh, click through our banner on amazon and place your order always clear cookies first your amazon related cookies and, and we'll get a little kickback from amazon uh, but really the best way to help us is by spreading the word at this point um, that's the best thing you can do to 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 help the podcast so if you want to do that, that would be much appreciated. Uh, that'll do it for episode 92 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Black.